Uh, hello, everybody, and welcome to the newest indoor adventure in West End Games Ghostbusters tabletop role-playing game. Today is January 14th, 2023, and you are loved. And that is a very important message that we like to start each and every single one of our games with because, you know, it, it is important, especially with everything going on right now. Um... If this is your first time joining us, you can go to youtube.com slash indoor adventures, or you can go towards where anywhere audio casts are being made available for free. And speaking of things that are being made available for free, if you go to patreon.com slash indoor adventures, you can check up on our after show called Nights in the Courtyard, where we answer questions not only from each other, but also from the community. So if you have any questions for myself or any of these other fine folk, feel free to join us again at patreon.com slash indoor adventures. But let's say that you already support the show on Patreon. You already support the show on Twitch and Twitter and all of those other wonderful places and you're trying to think to yourself where can I go to help support this fantastic show even more well guess what acorns we got your back quite literally in fact because if you go to indooradventure.redbubble.com we got t-shirts we got posters we got mugs we got crop tops throw pillows shower curtains aprons clocks and we also have face masks with the symbol of Tiamat upon them designed by our very own Cyberwolf1201 where all of the proceeds of our merch is currently going to help support doctors with Without borders. So if you would like to help support a good cause or possibly help support the show, you can again go to indooradventure.redbubble.com. That is indoor adventure, no S at the end, redbubble.com. But that is it for my opening spiel. So hey Ted, who are you playing today? Oh well, that's a big stretch for me. But uh hi, I'm Ted, and I'll be playing Ted, and we both go by he him. Okay, and Mallory. Hi, I'm M, also known across the internet as McBoots42, and I use any pronouns, but tonight I'll be playing Mallory, a ghostologist with a dusty past who uses she-they pronouns. All right, that's me. Yep. Hey, everybody. It's me, Sir Heckalot. Um, Tonight I am playing Natalie Collins, and we both use she-they pronouns. And I am the indoor adventurer, he, him, and tonight I shall be playing as Maurice Williams. Uh, we He also uses uh, the he, him pronouns. Ooh, uh, I'm Lex, and I will be the ghost master for this campaign. And I use he, him pronouns. Uh, and golly, we're playing ghostbusters the 1986 rpg published by west end games that's right the ghostbusters movie tie-in rpg a frightfully cheerful role-playing game as the tagline goes uh and gosh we've got a new feature for tonight's show to introduce to all you folks out there and who are watching or well not who are listening you can't interact after the fact this is a live thing I'm sorry for those on recording, uh, but uh, yeah, uh, last time you may have noticed that our characters have a resource called brownie points that they can spend to increase their rolls. Also, when they get hurt, they lose them and they can cash them in to gain stat boosts. So doing a lot of heavy lifting, that particular mechanic. Uh, but now you, yes, you in the audience can supply brownie points to our wonderful players. Uh, if you use 1,000 channel points, you can give one brownie point to someone. Uh, and what were the other tiers? It's like uh, you can give four brownie points at a time. 
and 20 brownie points if you're a big spender. And it looks like Levi is already one of the big spenders. He has contributed 20 brownie points by spending 15,000 channel points. It took me how long? We are 10 minutes in the stream. Giving five brownie points to each of us. So thank you, Levi, for all them brownies. Excellent. This will be good, uh, especially because, golly, we almost we, we I got the introductory session. I got everyone down to almost no brownie points. So mm-hmm. this will be. Yeah, Ted got the three. Uh, what was that three? Uh, though I did find out as a rules note for everyone watching at home, uh, a quick correction to last week's session. Uh, after you complete a mission is when you regain brownie points, not through resting, as I thought at the time. Uh, and how well you complete the mission is how many points the players get back. So uh, you can either get half the points that you spent for you know, kind of flubbing it a bit. You know, maybe one of the ghosts got away or something. Uh, you can get all of the brownie points you spent back uh, for just a normal completion of the job. Or if you did an excellent, uh, excellent work and were just incredibly funny and uh, everybody thought you were top notch, uh, then you can get uh, half again as many. Uh, I judged that uh, given all the property damage and uh, the attempt to steal a Nintendo Entertainment System, which was then destroyed, <laughs> um, uh, the uh, the party would just get back the amount that they spent. Um, so they're basically back to full, plus some that Ted earned for doing some role-playing last session, plus what they've just gotten from the audience now. So we're doing pretty darn good, I'd say. Uh, and I don't know. Did, should, we should do a recap of last session, shouldn't we? Yeah, just give us a brief recap and then lead us on in. All right. Uh, last time on the Really Real Ghostbusters, it was New Year's Eve, 1986, uh, Manhattan, New York, Macy's, Herald Square. The Ghostbusters had gotten a job to get rid of some pesky ghosts in the department store after hours because, gosh, they had a lot of New Year's sales that they had to do the next day and they couldn't have ghosts flying around while those customers were in the store. Uh, Well, joke's on them because they got a lot to clean up if they want to have everything ready for opening on uh, New Year's Day. But the party did successfully bag three ghosts. Um, one that was a 1940s, very fashion obsessed uh, undead lady uh, who slimed Ted at one point. That was great uh, and had telekinetic powers. The party was able to capture her. And then they were also able to capture just a little just a little guy, just the almost insubstantial little dude who was able to animate objects, including some chicken nuggets. That was fun. And uh, also... Oh, what was the other big thing? Uh, I don't know. Almost drowned us. Oh, yeah, that was fine. <laughs> um, That's how the Nintendo broke. Mm-hmm. That was, oof, there's, yeah, the Nintendo. Gosh, that was a great Poltergeist 3 reference. But uh, then the party was able to make their way upstairs to Sporting Goods and handle the biggest ghost, uh, the, the named enemy, Tombstone Tackle, a big football playing guy. Uh, Ted had some great moves. Uh, there was a dramatic sports moment, which was pretty good. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Heck was also able to uh, to do some to do some sweet blasting. Um, and Maurice, I mean, Maurice was there for moral support, really, I think more than anything else. Look, I ate some <laughs> cursed chicken nuggets. I kited around a, 
a young a young little guy boy uh ghost i guess you do not know if that ghost was actually a child it was a child by ghost standards but yeah. may not have been a ghost of a of a child let's put it that way okay uh, okay yeah it was a, a young ghost yes <laughs> whatever that means <laughs> but anyway after the party dealt with all that stuff uh through some quick thinking some ingenuity uh they made their way back to their headquarters and uh we we as the audience discovered that uh they are holding down the fort for the main ghostbusting team a la the movie uh, because those folks are currently in Hollywood negotiating a movie deal for a Ghostbusters motion picture. Uh, and they're having the time of their lives spending January in Los Angeles. Uh, but obviously, ghosts are still an issue in Manhattan. So the other franchise location had to step up and take all of the calls for for them for, you know, maybe a two to three week period um let's see then after everybody rested up oh they found a message on the answering machine mystery we'll get into that later but uh then after they rested up uh there was a knock on the door from the curator of the new york museum of natural history where natalie's uh where natalie works turns out something's going on there there was a robbery perhaps the party rushed over to uh, the museum and found uh, a couple of very sarcastic detectives, a few employees, uh, including a very, very sleepy night guard, and apparently some stolen ancient Egyptian artifacts and a missing mummy. What could that mean in a show like this? Who, who mm. can say, really? Uh, and then that that's basically where we left off. Now, for this session, um, let's go across town, away from away from the New York Museum of Natural History for a moment. Uh, to back to the Ghostbusters headquarters and Mallory arriving to work. You walk up to the front of the arcade. The door seems to be locked. Is there a window? Yeah, I'm going to assume that the door is glass, right? So you can probably see in. Yeah, I mean, they have lights are off. It all has bars on it. Well, now it's 86. So like maybe (laughs) we haven't thought about putting bars on it yet. Mm. Like the crime's not that bad. New York in the 80s was pretty dangerous. Oh, yeah, it'd be an arcade with full bar windows. Or yeah. just like, okay. or like only the glass door on the front. Yeah. Right, but, right, uh, right. But the, you can tell the lights aren't on inside. Uh, you have a okay. key, though, because you work there. So you could certainly get in. Sweet. Uh, I fumble for my keys. And uh, <laughs> um, it takes me a minute. It's, the, the apartment chaos has been a scramble, but I find them. And uh, I go inside. You open up the door. Uh, you go in. It doesn't look like anybody's around. Um, there, however, on the uh, reception desk, the old snack bar has been turned into a reception desk. Uh, there is a note uh, written hastily by... Heck. Natalie wrote this note. <laughs> Do you... Uh, would Mallory uh, look t- grab it or look oh, at it oh, or yeah. do something else first? 
Um, I would uh, probably set my bag down and go pick pick up the note. Yeah. Uh, what would Natalie have written in this note? Please uh... read it verbatim. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Remember, it only needs to fit on a small piece of paper, so it doesn't have to be much. Wait, is there something I have to read out? I'm not no, seeing I'm just where... Oh, okay, okay, up. okay, okay. Um, <laughs> I was like, what is happening? Did I I'm miss something? I'm just being something? a mean ghostmaster. Um, <laughs> what, what note would you leave me? Um, probably just a quick... Um, we got a call to the Museum of Natural History. Um, I'm trying to think. like Probably a time, like, um, because... Otherwise, you have no idea when we left. Um, I so I'd probably that. just put like, yeah, like when we left, and um, just to um, meet us there. All right. Well, I hope they brought their walkie-talkies, <laughs> and I'll pick my back up again and head back outside with a sigh. <laughs> Ooh! Before you do that, though, <laughs> what three pieces of equipment would you like to take from the Ooh. doors? So. For the players, uh, we have a roll 20 that has a deck of cards in it, which you can hover over and click choose, and you will have access to all the cards that have not yet been chosen by a member of the party. Uh, as you probably learned last session, viewers, in this RPG, a character can only carry three items, though more items can be stored in Ecto-1 for to grab later. However, uh, the Ecto, or Ecto-2, I should say, for this group, uh, their vehicle is currently at the location, so you're limited to three items. Uh, okay. What What are you thinking? Um, I definitely need the camera. Oh, of course. The The video yeah. camera or a picture cam? Um, I'm... Let's see, is it the stuff on... Like, scattered across our title page in the Roll20? I think that... Okay, players, remind me here. Is this the stuff that you took with you to the current mission? Or is this the stuff from last time that we just left all over the World 20? Uh, I, well, you had asked uh, us to set things aside to put in the uh, to put in the Winnebago. Okay, like What yes. we brought with us as far as the Winnebago goes. Um, this is from last time. I remember that some of these choices now. Yes. So I'm pretty sure the stuff that's scattered across the the screen is the stuff that has been brought. So uh, what you want to do, Boots, is hover over the deck and click choose. And that's your those are your options for items. Okay, wait, wait. Where's where's the deck? It's the you big ghostbustery symbol in the bottom yeah. right hand corner. Yep. Oh god. Okay. It's like off screen. Um that choose. Ah, okay, here. Yes. Cool. Okay. Uh well let's do let's do video camcorder. Very nice. And uh let's see. Sorry, uh this is, people are getting the ladder <laughs> like literally in real life so um there's some construction going on outside uh so what i know like how many of these we usually have so if i like saw that some things were missing i would be like okay they have that with them 
Yeah, you know that you folks have quite a few proton packs. Okay. So if there is only one proton pack in storage, which you notice, mm-hmm. um, probably they brought some extras. I mean, but pro- proton pack, you know, it's an important piece of equipment on the job. So you might be like, mm, maybe better take it just to be safe. But, you know, that's up to you. Uh, okay. They didn't take the cellular phone. I can't imagine why. But I uh, don't know, but um, I definitely need my walkie-talkie. It's the only way I know how to communicate with like people. Um, <laughs> and then I'll, br- I'll bring the big book of occult lore. Alright. Who, who knows? They didn't bring it with them, so uh, might be you, useful. Yeah, you grab that stuff from the equipment stores lock up and decide you gotta head across town to the museum. Heck yeah. Um how do you get across town? <laughs> um initially speed walking. Initially speed walking. Not a bad <laughs> call. Uh it is January first. It is gotta be like thirty degrees outside. New York crisp. Um Speed walking one... even faster. Gotta keep Speed the, even faster. the body keep temperature the up. up. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sure. Uh you're making Oof. your way. Uh, I'll probably wave a taxi. Sure. If I a come taxi. across one. Yeah. Uh a taxi pulls over. You wave them down. No problem. It's uh it's Manhattan in the morning. There's plenty of taxis around. Uh the driver's like, hey, where are you going? Morning. I need to go to the Museum of Natural History right now. Uh, all right, all right. And uh, he's like, meter's running, and starts it up. And, awesome. Uh, it hits the gas. Do I think the... he's driving fast enough? As it is one of my talents. Oh, <laughs> do you nice. think he's driving fast enough? Uh, uh roll. Navigating Ooh. New York traffic. I'd set that okay. as well. It's a D6 plus my... Oh, so you should be able to, again, in the roll 20, uh, just click on that character sheet and there's like a hotkey for it. Some kind. Okay. Uh, drive me fast. Boop. Yeah. Okay, cool. For a total roll of 18, ghost die of 5, so nothing bad happens. And yeah, uh, this guy seems to know what he's doing, but there's definitely, you definitely know some shorter, some shorter routes. Uh, do you want a backseat drive? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, like, uh, look, I, I, I know you probably totally know how to do your job, but listen, I'm a professional fast driver. And uh, if you go this way, it'll it'll take you there faster. Like, are you? The guy's like, are you? Ah, uh, are you going to try and tell me how to drive my cab? <laughs> Looks bad. No, I'm making suggestions. He's just he's he's a uh, uh, a middle aged, portly man wearing a uh, a baseball cap. <laughs> he's just like you tried to you try to tell me how to how to drive my cab. He's probably smoking a cigarette because it's. It's eighty six. Oh yeah, everyone can smoke everywhere. Uh, <laughs> Be like, hey, got a, you got an extra, 
got an extra smoke? Like, bum one off you? He's like, oh, yeah, you like menthol? <laughs> he pulls out. <laughs> pulls out a pack from, like, you know, his his polo pocket. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, yeah. And he's, uh... So I'll light up and I will be like, let's, we got to go fast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to force, like, a camaraderie with he's this driver. Just, he's just like, you know, I like you. You got good taste in cigarettes. Let's go. And he just like, <laughs> and then he just suddenly like veers left because there was this, you were like, oh yeah, you should take this, uh, this, uh, I mean, not a side street because New York is a big grid. You should, you should take Lexington for this. And he was just like, uh, and then at the last minute he changes his mind and there's just a sharp left and all these other cars from like oncoming traffic just are honking. There's oh, definitely woo! like. A guy who's who has to jump back just yells, I'm walking here. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> We're driving here. <laughs> uh and uh yeah, you're you're off. Uh the uh as you're as you're making your way, uh he turns on the radio and uh you he's just flipping channels. Uh there's some, you know, some top forty, stuff like that. Uh, and then there is an advertisement for uh, GNN News. Uh, and you just hear um, 204060 with Hildy Johnson, the most important news show on the most important news channel. Tune in to GNN News uh, tonight at 8 for all the updated uh, everything you need to know that's going on in the world today broadcasting live from our offices in downtown manhattan the heart of news in the biggest city in the world um and the cab driver turns back to you and he's like uh hey you uh you listen to a lot of a lot of current events no <laughs> it's just like ah oh, well i mean hey i mean <laughs> you are listen i could i could go on about uh about uh about ronnie but uh if you don't want to hear that we could just listen to some baseball i mean uh, t you can you can tell me stuff i just don't i'm not up to date you see uh i've been out in the desert for a long time he's like oh I, and, and he he's like oh i i see and you can tell by the tone of his voice that he doesn't know what you mean by that <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it's incredibly unspecific. <laughs> yeah, but he definitely is pretending he knows exactly what you mean by that. Um, anyway, yeah. the, a lot of the rest of the drive is like him going on about freaking that that thing that's happening in uh, in 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 the USSR, <laughs> which was still a thing at this point uh the that that terrible catastrophe happened in the USSR and uh and how you know the president he's no good and that guy can't believe that he voted for him in uh in 80 and he can't believe he voted for him in 84 and now everything's like falling apart you know the whole country's a mess yeah that's uh, why that's why I got out of the country mm, I'm going to go uh, look at some rocks yeah no he's um just it's annoying. He goes on. As long while. as he's driving fast. Oh, he is. He's driving very fast. And before you know it, you get there. Excellent. Luckily. <laughs> this, this guy drives. Drops you off. Yeah. He's uh you pay your 
your cab fare and you uh hurry up the steps of the museum uh once you get to the main doors they are locked but you can go how, what would you like to do hmm and Mallory would see like our Winnebago that we've set up like mm -hmm. in front, oh, right? I should point out. So there isn't parking in front of the <gasps> in front of the Museum of Natural History for for some reason in downtown New York. There isn't just on-street parking here. Yeah, um, the museum lied to me. But uh but what I did find out in my research this past week is they have a parking garage that's built into the building. Um ah. though I will caveat my research with my research is with the way the building currently is, which might have been different at this time in history, but we're gonna go off the current schematics because the building's been there since like 35. So it's probably not that much different in the 80s. Uh so they they we assume that uh they would have probably pulled into a parking garage. There's some signage for how to get around to the parking garage if you'd like okay. to head that way, or you could just knock on the door and see if you can get someone to to answer. You also have a walkie-talkie, I will point out. I'll try the walkie-talkie first. Is anyone see inside if... currently holding a walkie-talkie? Or is it just in the Winnebago? <laughs> Like, I know I don't I'm not sure if Maurice took one yeah, I want to say if at you'll least remember one of us the items that Maurice took was the spirit catalog the mm -hmm. ecto visor and some alpine gear because you never know oh no yes know. that's right <laughs> yeah. look it's my emergency leader hosen like you can't leave no, home without I'm... that full support I'm in full support <laughs> <laughs> none of us have a walkie well, we were all together, right? Yeah. So we didn't know how long the flooding yeah. in the basement was going to take. So there's definitely so the, you turn on your walkie. You're like you're 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 talking into it. You're like, hey, you guys, they're over. And then there's uh, we, the camera just cuts to the Winnebago and the interior of the Winnebago and the walkie that's in there just lights up and you could and you hear the the voice on the other end and nobody's around. Um, Mallory, that doesn't seem to be working. What would you like to do next? Uh, I will head to the parking lot and cool. follow the sound of the walkie-talkie with no one on the other end. <laughs> there you go. Um, you, you, can, you head towards the to, around the side of the building following the signage to the parking garage because process of elimination. The Winnebago wasn't at headquarters. It's got to be here, right? Uh, you get there. The, um, the great... I assume there's some sort of like big garage door thing there. I, I don't know. I haven't seen the building, <laughs> uh, but you're going to let's assume there's a big metal garage door type thing that can cut off the close the parking garage at night. Uh, it's open. And sure enough, you see the tricked out Winnebago parked in there. You could faintly hear the of your walkie talkie as you're messing with it as you're walking closer. Um, but there's something else you notice as you're crossing. A ghost. Uh, a a, not a ghost. <laughs> Perhaps a supernatural occurrence. Uh, the uh, the building itself almost looks like it's distorting slightly. It's just something that since you're walking along the side of it, you notice like there's a fuzziness to it. Um, and it's as as time is going by, it seems to be intensifying. Okay. 
That's odd. Hmm. Are you going to rush into the parking garage? Are you going to investigate the exterior some more? You don't have your proton pack, so you can't blast it. It's <laughs> but... true. All I've got is a walkie-talkie in this camera. Hmm. Um, <laughs> I guess I'll go back to the front and try knocking on the door. Sure. As you get to the front, you can see the, the building is starting to wobble more. Uh, there's definitely, and you can like hear it. It's like this sort of like electrical hum type of thing. It's a little hard to describe, but uh, only because I'm bad at describing things. Uh, and there's, it's very strange. The doors, uh, I'm going to again say they're glass. Have I seen the building? No. Uh, <laughs> but I'm just going to assume for the time being. Uh, ooh, it'd be nice if they were turnstile. No, it's too complicated. They're just big glass <laughs> double doors. Uh, they're definitely locked. But uh, yeah, you can, the whole exterior of the building is starting to like fuzz out a little bit and get, and you can hear this, like this strange sound uh, and you're hit, you're knocking on the door. Mm -hmm. um, no one immediately comes out though. Things seem to be a little more intense now. So do you immediately want to do something or do you want to wait? Uh, I mean, I don't know what I would intervene with, so mm. probably wait. All right. Uh, the after a few moments, a short, bald man with glasses and a mustache and a tweed suit uh comes walking out. And he's he sees you. You at first you can hear him saying like we're we're clo we're closed we're closed. Uh, and then as he gets closer, he probably notices your jumpsuit. And he goes, oh! And he rushes over uh, to the door as fast as little legs can carry him, uh, and starts starts unlocking it. Um, and as he's doing so, again, the, there's this sort of this weird fuzziness that is just like like some kind of barrier that is being created around the exterior of this building, uh, which he doesn't seem to notice at all. But you certainly do. Uh, he opens up the door. Yeah. <laughs> you you camcorder camera. out. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you, you cut your camcorder out. Uh, and... He's just like, oh, I, I, I didn't, didn't know there was, there's gonna be more. Come on in, come, come on in. It's, it's okay. The cavalry's here. It's me. <laughs> I'm, it's, I'm the cavalry. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you, you walk inside, uh, and he goes to close the door behind you. He like, he's, he's holding the handle, and suddenly the whole handle of the door starts shaking. And he's like, what? And then he falls backward. And you just see um, uh, from the interior, it looks like the sun is setting rapidly as all of the windows begin to cover over with this staticky film. Uh, Ghostbusters 2 references, everyone. Uh, as it seems that the building is encased by some kind of strange barrier. Uh the walls begin to vibrate a little bit. Uh, at least the exterior ones do. 
and the uh the door like the glass in the door just like shatters uh and the door is just sort of hanging half open and the 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 curator just completely like he's like i I knew it i just this place is so haunted it's so haunted he like gets gets up he just looks terrified and then uh he just he just he just he yells and he breaks into a run and he's he's out of here he's just like the the main entry hall the rotunda is -hmm. huge and he's just mate he's running across it he's sprinting out of here he's headed towards the side doors maybe it's an office maybe it's a bathroom you're not sure but he's gone (laughs) okay well armed with optimism in my camcorder um i will i guess start shouting manually acoustically (laughs) if you will for my companions uh meanwhile uh in the ancient egyptian Egyptian, ancient Egypt, the wonders of ancient Egypt exhibit at the museum. The rest of the party, along with uh, two NYPD detectives and one very unpleasant employee, uh, are inspecting the scene of a crime when suddenly all of the uh, light coming in from outside just fades to black. Uh, uh, yeah, that's not normal. Maurice will like take his glasses <laughs> off, clean them a little bit, and then put them back on and see if the effect is still there. Uh, unfortunately, it is. Well, that's not good. Ah. Uh... You think this is one of them uh, practical effect things? This museum does not have enough funding for that. I can tell you. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, to put all the to shut off the sun in the middle of the day, not really. Uh, or at least to close all the lights off here like this. I don't. I don't think so. I think we're. Well, anyway, I think it it, it wasn't uh, a random break in. Is what I'm leading to think that this actually has something to do with us. Uh, both of the detectives are just like, "What that? What is going on with this? The uh, like, what the?" And one of them goes over to a window and looks out and just like, "Uh, yeah, this definitely is not normal." And just like looking at the window, there's just this weird sort of um. Uh, let's call it purplish. Uh, it's not slime. We're not going that far into Ghostbusters 2 reference okay. Uh But it is some kind of energy, and it is definitely blocking light. Uh, and he sort of gives it a poke, and it, like, shocks him a little bit. And he's like, whoa, okay, that's, uh, that's definitely not your standard security system. Uh... At which point, from somewhere else in the museum, you hear a shriek, uh, shortly followed by a familiar voice yelling, Hey, where is everyone? That sounds like Mallory. Where where is everyone? Oh, hey, she got my note. (laughs) Yes. Yes, I did. 
Uh, now you, you, uh, I will point out that you had to go through a couple of hallways to and some galleries in order to get from the main entrance to the ancient Egyptian exhibit. So you have not met back up with Mallory yet, but you can follow their voice, find them, yeah. presumably pretty easily. <clears throat> uh, Maurice will uh, he'll pat one of the cops on the shoulder. Uh, and say it takes a big man to admit that they're wrong. And you still got plenty of time, bud. And then, uh, he'll start making his way towards the voice, uh, and call back to the other two. Just, that ah, will probably let anybody in here, huh? Look, I just backseat drived. <laughs> he said that to, he said that to the two that are there. He's making his way towards you. So Maurice is going to be like... Walking back from ancient Egypt into the gallery, into the, all that, to then like meet you at that point. Uh, one of the police officers is like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Should we? Uh, I don't know if I should. Uh, I don't know what's going on. We shouldn't send you out there without an escort." And uh, one of the other ones, uh, Detective Del Crenshaw, says, "Why don't I come with you guys, Rich? You, uh, you stay here with the." Uh, the the two employees, the security guard and the archaeologist who are there. Uh, and Dell's like, I mean, you got it, but uh, if any ghosts jump out at me, I mean, all I got is uh, all I got is this pea shooter, and he pulls out his gun. <laughs> A gun? <laughs> Can I have one? Do you, have, you got any extras? <laughs> I mean, listen, there's. We know this going into the scenario trapped in the museum. There are two people with firearms, so that mm -hmm. means there are two guns on the table. Uh, depending uh -huh. on that. Um, so, uh, so is the whole team making their way to the entrance to see Mallory or just one or two? I know Maurice was going for sure. Yeah, I would also like to just to, you know, yeah. we heard the shattering of glass, which is also very suspicious. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Okay. Cool. Question for the team. Mm. Do we want to leave all of the questionable NPCs by themselves in the ancient Egyptian mm. museum? Or do we all want to? Or do we want to leave at least one of us behind? What could go wrong? I don't feel like we're thinking in that particular. You know, I don't think we're there yet. Okay. Mentally, like emotionally, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think we're like, oh, cool. Our friends here. Let's go see her. Bye. And just leave everybody that's questionable <laughs> yeah. there and okay. go. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> You know, this would be really, if this was like a clue situation, this would be really great for yeah. the next thing to happen while we all go over here. For sure, then, yeah. You know, we'll come back and be like, what happened to this guy? <laughs> uh, you make your way towards the front entrance. Um, I will point out that the rotunda in the front entrance, the, okay, this part of the museum I have seen through my Google image searches, uh, huge, so the Teddy Roosevelt Rotunda, huge room, uh, entrances to other parts of the museum, some staircases upstairs, and obviously the um, main uh, archways to the halls that contain the galleries. 
uh, dominating the middle of that room are two huge dinosaur skeletons. So it's a T-Rex and I think a Brontosaurus mm-hmm. uh, that are like posed in like kind of like a mock combat, right? Uh, and it's cool as heck. And they're mm-hmm. very tall and it's a very tall room. And it's uh, might be relevant later. But right now they're just very nice looking. Uh, the... Um, as you're as you're making your way through some of the galleries, let's see where you pass through. Oh, it's got good bones. Good bones. Uh, you pass by the uh a, a small theater, and then um the party is gonna pass through the uh the hall of uh North American mammals, which is I mean the the museum there's a lot of taxidermy in this museum could that also be relevant for this <laughs> session perhaps uh there's a lot of taxidermy in this museum so it's a lot of um specifically you're walking down this hallway there's sort of taxidermied like scenes like dioramas right of animals in their natural habitat uh and uh one of them is a set of uh wolves uh, in like a snowy like on a snowy tundra right and all these things are contained behind glass as you round the corner to walk into that hallway um you hear uh over the uh sound system of the building uh the sound of a flute playing a strange melody um and suddenly the uh you begin to hear uh this rattling sound and like this sort of like like the sound of wind but it's really really muffled and you can see the glass uh on the arctic wolves exhibit begin like vibrating uh and suddenly it just shatters outward and just this blast of Arctic wind just shoots out uh, engulfing the entire hallway, sweeping you maybe off your feet. Please, I need the three of you to roll uh, I would say probably um, muscles for this because you're trying to sort of fight against this torrent. I'm going to use two brownie points because I don't trust my muscles. <laughs> I don't trust my muscles. Would 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 I be in fighting against this? Would this be me running to fight against well, this? You're, you are running against the wind. All right, so then we're sure. going to... Here goes, folks. The first ghost die roll of the night coming up right here. <laughs> oh, oh, hey, no. I didn't do you it. Didn't. Good job. You didn't do it. Okay. <laughs> okay yeah um, so last session uh ted rolled a lot of ghost dice. i rolled so three the only three rolled all session were all by me so <laughs> yeah. okay so let's see in roll 20 how do i use brownie points is it just so you just kind of have to manually update them like subtract okay. the brownie points and then add them to the skill roll it and then just remember them pop it back down to whatever it was before okay current makeshift system okay cool Uh, 
All right, and but remember, Mallory doesn't have to roll for this because Mallory hasn't made it there yet. It's true. Uh-huh. Uh So, the party uh, we have a seventeen, a nine, and a thirteen. I was going to set this at ten, which seemed reasonable to me, but that means Natalie is swept up in the windstorm, <laughs> ca- ca- careening down the hallway. Uh, visibility's poor. Very poor because there's all this snow that's coming with it. Uh, so to the perspective of Maurice and Ted, uh, <laughs> this su- this suddenly just happens and this wind and snow just hits you and Natalie just disappears, uh, <laughs> <laughs> swept off back down the hallway. But you totally can't. They they like completely leave your field of vision because how did the it's cop gotten do? to the point? What? How did the cop do? Because the oh, cop the went cop, with I us. I rolled for the cop. Hold on. The oh no! Pretty good muscle score, because police. Uh, let's see, we're looking at a total of twelve. No ghost on the ghost die, unfortunately for me. <laughs> uh, the cop also is able to hold. Detective Del Crenshaw holds his ground. His cigarette goes out, unfortunately, uh-huh. but uh, he holds his ground. And he's he's just like, what in the hell is going on? Uh, but yeah, Natalie is just uh, swept, out of the, swept out of the gallery by the strong winds. What does uh, what did Maurice and Ted do? Zips up uh, the winter coat. I mean, I'm gonna be like. Well, I guess it was a good call bringing the alpine gear. And then I run after Natalie, who just got blown away to who knows where. Uh, running in the direction that the wind is blowing, easy. Awesome. Don't roll. I love it. Yes. <laughs> All right. You're, you're off in that direction immediately. Uh, Crenshaw doesn't, Detective Del Crenshaw is, hadn't immediately realized that Natalie was swept away in the wind. Mm probably because the whole thing is just kind of like wild wild uh, to him. Uh, but he does notice Ted just make a break for it. Uh, at which point it seems like he's trying to put the things together. And he turns to Maurice and he, uh, he's just like, uh, he's like, what do you think? Cause the wind's still blowing. He's like, what, what are, what's the play here? You know, the supernatural stuff. Uh, <laughs> Maurice says, uh, first things first, admit it was a ghost. <laughs> like, it's like, okay, okay, I admit it was a ghost. <laughs> uh, and Maurice is like, his jacket zipped up. You know, Chicago's the windy city. Like, this is all right, like this Arctic tundra <laughs> blast. But like, have you ever been near Lake Michigan? It's fine. Uh, so uh, he is um, just going to sort of like, he's going to bundle up and say, uh, if there's any two that I trust to be together by themselves and have the have the best case scenario, it's Nat and Ted. Just leave them. And so he's just going to, like, bundle up a little bit more and just, like, shamble forward in the direction that he was going. Sure. Uh, Uh, Oh, but he will bring out the rope from his alpine gear 
tie himself around the waist uh, and throw the other end to the detective. Uh, so in case the wind blast happens that they don't both. Uh, oh, smart. That they both don't uh, end up getting blasted again. Very good. You Very good. Must, Indoor must have known. This is all part of the plan, bringing the Alpine gear to the, <laughs> to the museum for the planned Arctic blast attack. <laughs> You've seen uh, through my ruse. <laughs> uh, let's cut real quick to, to Mallory. Mallory's been heading in the, the direction of uh, the rest of the group. Well, you're just leaving the, the big hall. And I think at the other end of this <laughs> hall, there is... Um, like the stairwells and maybe like a lobby area, which that leads into the um, Hall of North American Mammals, right? But you can right. hear the glass shatter. You can hear this wind. Something is happening uh, in the direction like of this the sign that says Hall of North American Mammals. Sounds like it could be ghosts. <laughs> could be ghosts. Uh, better go. Uh, you head off in that direction. Uh, and you see this, there's a snowstorm in this hallway. Wow, that's wild. Uh, there's, uh, oh, we got a raid. Thank you, raid. Very nice. Thank you, raiders. Thank you, raid. Mm. Uh, snowstorm. How <laughs> strange. Catching it on tape. Um, yep. The, yeah, nice. Uh, there's uh, a point pointing out to the audience real quick, since a bunch of people just joined. If you have channel points, you can spend 1,000 channel points to give a single a brownie point to one of the players. Brownie points uh, can be used to alter dice rolls. They are also the character's health and experience. So if you're feeling generous, they might about to need some. Maybe. We're, we're going to see. I mean, heck is definitely we haven't gotten <laughs> I, to that I just scene got yet. yoinked by a snowstorm <laughs> yeah. so you know uh but what mallory sees as they uh turn the corner they see this hall there's this snowstorm what's wild is that outside of the hall it the air is totally calm it's yeah. not quiet because you can hear what's going on in there but it's not cold there's no snowflakes. <laughs> uh, nothing like that. It's just in there. And it seems to all be issuing forth from one particular busted out diorama. Uh, you can't see Maurice or the detective through the, the torrent of snow and wind. Uh, but what you do see with the video, through the lens of the video camera, we're like we're seeing the view of the like video camera with the little like red recording light and like the time code, right? Um, yep is uh jumping leaping out of the diorama are two huge wolves uh, oh my god they wolves. don't yeah they don't turn to you or see you but they are heading off down the hallway and are quickly leaving your field of vision at least until you venture into this hallway all right well that's those look like someone else's problem <laughs> do you avoid the hall of north american mammals um do i know my friends were here or just that this diorama exploded you know the diorama exploded you're pretty sure it's supernatural i'll tell you that uh and it's a ghost and you know that your friends are somewhere in here but you can't see anybody at the other end of that 
that snow and wind. Um, mm. Even if they were shouting, you probably wouldn't be able to hear them over the raucous din, at least at the distance that you're at. Yeah. Mm. Although if you'd like to look to scan the area, I would have you make a roll for it to see if you spot anyone in there. Uh, sure. What do I need to roll? Oh, what would that be? Uh, I believe that would be technically moves, because in this game, moves can encompass things like perception, as I recall. Don't quote okay. me on it. I should open the manual, but I'm pretty sure it does. Hmm. Okay, so probably I should use some brownie points because I have two points in moves. And LB Hackamup did redeem more bra uh, channel points, mm -hmm. so each of us mm -hmm. did gain an additional five. True. Yeah. Got points to burn. Yeah. So is it that it adds um, dice or it adds a static digit? It adds dice. So for every point you spend, you get to add another die to your die pool. Okay. So I'll use two brownie points here so that my moves is, uh, my moves roll is four. Did that work correctly? I cannot tell. It looks like it only rolled 3d6. Did you say that was bumping it to 4d6? Yeah, I should have. Okay. Well, the you can ghost feel. die is the fifth. Or the fourth. Oh. Is oh, that how it's okay. working? Okay. Yeah, I'm just looking at I rolled a run roll and I had five. So it's 46 plus the ghost die. And then if you look at it, I think that does, it factors in the roll as well. Mm, okay. Which yeah, so it's on minus one. Is... Oof. Yeah. Uh... So is, is that. Do I need to bump everything up by one or is the ghost eye intended to be part of the the ghost eye is intended to be part of stuff so that is okay uh, cool. yeah that looks like it worked properly okay. um but a nine is not high enough so nope. you don't you it's just too much of a torrent of wind mm -hmm. snow you can't tell if there's anybody in there okay i'm just gonna yell into the snow it would be really nice if somebody had a walkie-talkie right now <laughs> And I guess I'll go look somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on. Those in the wind, Maurice and Detective Del Crenshaw, I would like you two to make me also moves rolls. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to uh, increase my uh, dice pool by two using two brownie points. Again, thank you, LB. <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> Oh, my guy. No. Wow. Wow. Spicy. Yikes. These dice are giving me the cold shoulder, that's for sure. <laughs> well, uh, Del Crenshaw rolled on three dice, rolled three fours. Just better than everybody else has been rolling. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Crenshaw is like. It's like, I think there's somebody out there on the other side of the storm. Also, I think there's a... And suddenly a wolf just leaps onto him. 
whoop. <laughs> and I'm tied to him. It was so someone he else's problem. Dragged, I'm just gonna go. There's um. Oh no. Uh, um, wolves. Big taxidermied wolves. Two of them. Uh, gosh, we've entered into some kind of initiative. It's uh, uh, Maurice can see another of these beasts. Um, sort of stalking close by or maybe just running up on you it's probably just running up on you because you didn't see it earlier so it's like oh, okay this will be great um i would like to use uh i would like to utilize my guess skill possibly mm, uh okay. to figure out if this is like uh like you know uh a classic classic zombie movie scenario like do i destroy the brain like do i if i if i used the rock hammer, like the climbing pick that I have for my alpine kit to like into the into the dome of this wolf. Ooh. Like, Ooh. will it stop attacking me or will it just now be like a weird wolf acorn that stole my hammer? <laughs> uh, for one thing, uh, indoor, this is a kid show. All right. <laughs> <laughs> OK, OK, OK. So I said that I said the detective got tackled. We there was, <laughs> there was no mauling. We're seeing any blood here. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay. Wow, uh, you're so, really violent. So, uh, <laughs> I can't believe. Look, you I'm out for revenge on ghosts. Okay, <laughs> um, the, uh, <laughs> whatever it takes. Gonna get real bloody. Um, but no, okay. you can okay. you can use guess to be like, what kind of uh, are these like possessed? Are they animated like we dealt with in the last episode? Are they something else entirely? Uh, you've been doing this a little while. You might be able to make an educated guess in the moment. Can I... How about this? Animals of North America, right? So the the plains, uh, or the, the tundra has broken up, and the wolves have come out. Is there a exhibit uh, for, like, a desert creature, or, like, a high plains creature, like a warm area? Sure, yeah. I mean, North America's got a lot of biomes. If I, uh, using my guess skill, do I think, like, can I, like, see if there are, like, heat shimmers in that room? Like, if I busted the glass, would there be a burst of heat to counteract the cold? Oh, that's... That's kid-friendly. That's kid-friendly. Uh, it's also <laughs> such a good idea that I don't want to make you roll for it. Okay. Uh, I would rather just say that you can... You would have to roll to bust the glass. Okay. But if you look over and sort of like squint, because you're like closer to that some of those areas, you can see through the glass of some of the exhibits, there's like a, like a Mojave Desert uh, thing, right? Um, and yeah, you can see that heat shimmer in there. Okay, yeah, I'm going to make <laughs> the exhibits fight each other. Yeah, <laughs> exhibits fight each other. Nature. Uh, yeah. So uh, let's get Natural Geographic up in this. Uh, he's going to <laughs> he's gonna take his his hammer and he's gonna start striking at it. Uh, right. What do I need to roll for that? That is a muscles for sure. If you have a relevant uh, talent. No, my muscles talent is gobbling food. I don't think that oh, helps. I forgot. Here. Yeah, that was really relevant last session. It was. It was so much. Uh, That's so much right are now. Are these wolves? Can I just? Oh, 
Oh, oh, but you do have the Alpine gear, though. I do right? have the Alpine so gear. Does the Alpine gear? I should actually look at that card to see if it gives any specific bonus. Uh, they may roll three extra dice when climbing something. Okay, so you're obviously not climbing something, but this is a pickaxe that you're using against a pane of glass. So yeah, get three extra dice for it. Makes Hell sense, yeah. right? Okay. Um, so... and again, I'm just looking for a ten here. Okay, and this is moves or muscles? Muscles for sure. Muscles. Okay. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna throw two extra brownie points into it, cause my last roll did not treat me well, and I really just like, if I need a ten. <laughs> but a thirty. <laughs> that, that's, yeah, it's a lot well, more than a ten. <laughs> a thirty will do it. A thirty with no ghost on the ghost die. Um, you shatter. You just like, you this this uh. What? Um, I'm sorry. Who's your celebrity lookalike? It's Wilford Brimley, right? Yeah, Wilford Brimley yeah. or Wilford Brimley uh, is... the teacher from Sabrina the Teenage yeah. Witch. Yeah. Wilford Brimley in an oversized coat in a, in a snowstorm with a pickaxe slams uh, the pickaxe into this uh, glass pane, which shatters. And yeah, this wave of heat and like sand just emits out from it. Call that uh, the equalizer. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the other thing that is happening this round is uh, D Detective Del Crenshaw is going to draw his firearm. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because I don't know that what he would do in this situation. Yeah. Uh, and the wolf is, is, uh, is, I mean, listen, this is a kid show, but it's kind of based off of a teen centered movie uh so probably what happened what's happening is as you're breaking this glass in the background you hear this gun going off and you can see out of focus the shapes of this wolf and this guy wrestling with each other um uh M mallory there's still the snowstorm sounds you hear the faint sound of shattering glass because over the storm that might be a little hard to hear, but you definitely hear a gun going off. A gun! A gun! wonder if I can buy that gun. And I head towards it! I really like that Mallory's goal is to get a gun. Is <laughs> to get Mallory's something from everyone. Mallory's most proficient skill is borrowing. Very good. So you're just going to nicely ask for the gun for a, for a short window of time. And how could they say no? Exactly. Uh, you run into the, the storm. Uh, next round, we will see where you end up. The other wolf is, well, it was going to go after Maurice, right? It was poised to strike when this sandstorm well not a sandstorm but all of this heat and sand just hit it uh and it's like it yips a little bit and like moves backward just completely like taken off balance by this thing that's happening the gun <laughs> no just no just the hot air it's like this creature's like i'm from a i was from an arctic tundra what is all this what is all this hot air that's happening here um mm, what are creatures that would be in a desert exhibit? Um 
Are you thinking mammals, big, right? small? They had to be mammals. Um, what, uh, prairie dogs? <laughs> yeah, it'd be small, like night creatures. Yeah, like, a lot we of don't them have... are a lot. Oh, yeah, like kangaroo rats, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah I think the biggest thing you get is like a coyote, right? Uh, yeah, it's yeah, not definitely too many coyotes there. The uh, yeah, there's definitely. There's definitely some prairie dogs that are leaping out of this <laughs> out of this exhibit. <laughs> just you know, I mean, what are they going off to do? I don't know. They're just like prairie dog around. things. Yeah, they're doing. They're just doing yeah, animal, but, just animal. What things. do prairie dogs even do? <laughs> they burrow. They dig a lot. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> but they uh, but <laughs> they cause so they, problems. <laughs> they leap out into the hall. They're just like scurrying all over the place. Um, whoo. Uh, a new round has begun. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, let let me remind myself how the round procedure actually works in this game because I kind of didn't follow it first round. Uh, the way the round procedure is supposed to work in Western Games Ghostbusters is everyone says what uh, I say what the, the, the adversaries are going to do. All the players say what they're going to do. And then we decide the order in which those things happen. So, uh, the wolf, all these prairie dogs come out. Is it interested in the prairie dogs? Might they be easier for it to catch than a person? Maybe. It's thinking about it. You can tell it's thinking about it. It is an animal. Just a reanimated animal, but an animal. Uh, that's the one uh, indoor that is in front of you. Okay. You can see it doing that. You think that might be what it's doing. You're not sure though. Um. Uh. Yeah. I think that uh, Maurice is gonna unzip his jacket, and then raise it up, and he's just gonna try and look big, uh, in front of this wolf. Uh, like with all this heat radiating from behind. Just go on, get out of here. <laughs> go on, get. <laughs> you see, I don't want you anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah. interesting uh what is mallory doing this round you're making your way through the snow and wind as you're doing so there's a uh sort of a current of warm air that's hitting you strange do i smell sand do you smell a little bit a little bit you're still not out of the winter storm yet but you're coming up on it okay cool what so what uh, do you think you're going to be doing this round I mean, try, trying to find the source of the gun. Oh, sure. But also, Actually, like, yelling loudly so that I don't get shot. <laughs> please. Whoever has the gun, please. I'm coming near you. Don't please? shoot me. Don't uh, shoot me. Actually, I just... I, should... <laughs> I just, just... want to see something. <laughs> I just, just want to talk. <laughs> I just want to see if I can uh, borrow that firearm for a few minutes. The, um... Do you have any spare bullets? I'm going to need those, um... Uh, actually, I should I should uh, rephrase. Because you spent last round making your way through, at this point, you're almost to the end of the snowstorm, and you can probably make out shapes for the wolf that's standing there. You can make out uh, a vaguely humanoid shape that looks very big. Uh, <laughs> and you can also see uh, two large shapes wrestling with each other. That's pro You're pretty sure that's where the gun going off came from? So if that affects, okay. affects any of your decision making for what you're going to do this round. 
with my equipment, I don't really know that there's much for me to do. It's fine. You so, can watch. I don't mind. <laughs> I uh, will watch and record stuff. Yeah, do you I see any ghostly out. ghosts? Do you see any ghostly ghosts? Oh, you don't see any ghostly ghosts. Not yet. Uh, okay. The, um, uh, the detective and the wolf, uh, I mean, they're going to engage in combat. <laughs> that's what's happening with them this round. Uh, okay. But that's going to happen. Let's trigger... Um, Let's, let's do Maurice first. Uh, Maurice, I want you to make a roll. I want you it to be a cool roll. <gasps> because I believe Intimidate falls under that. That um, makes sense. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll it. Excellent. A 46. Fantastic. <laughs> so your, your rolls are all over the place. <laughs> They're just swinging every which way. <laughs> you so you you bring up your coat. And you're like, hey hey guy, you you get out of here. Uh, and and uh, you're gonna look intimidating, except all of those prairie dogs get underfoot and they trip you up. <laughs> um, and you end up kind of like faltering, sort of like tipping over a little bit, and you just look like a goof. Well, it's, it's embarrassing. also it's also the like wolf is not impressed now that <laughs> now that everyone uh, who's watching this can see Maurice's face in the bust. Like, there's a wolf is gonna look at that and be like, "Yeah, he's big, but like, I can definitely still eat that guy." Like, there's oh, no questions sure. about that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, okay, so uh, that wolf, the that wolf is gonna come at you. Um, oh, that was a very bad roll. A lot of bad bad rolls all around tonight. Uh, <laughs> the wolf uh, starts galloping. That's not the right term. Uh, running forward. And uh, again, freaking these prairie dogs just <laughs> tripping everybody up. There's too many of them. They're all over the place. Uh, this thing is uh, sidelined by by those little guys. Uh, this is all being caught on tape by Mallory as, uh, as she moves closer, uh, getting out of the the sort of bad visibility of the storm and into the, the sort of wave of heat and sand. Uh, and yeah, you, there's just all these little um, all these little critters running all over the floor. You're uh, easily able to sidestep them because you're not hurrying to do anything. Uh, but they have tripped up both. Uh, both your co-worker Maurice, who you recognize now that you're close enough, and uh, this large wolf. The uh, the the battle that's going on, more gunshots ensue, and uh, wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um. <laughs> Interesting. Stuff is happening in the background. Out of focus for our viewers. A new round has begun. Uh, hey. Maurice, you're, you're slightly tripped up. This wolf is coming at you for sure. Just hasn't um, gotten there yet, but it's gonna. 
Okay, so this would involve a little bit of uh, uh, the the exhibit would have to facilitate this. Sure. Uh, but what Maurice is thinking about doing uh, is uh, like standing like if there's a um like a what looks like a rocky outcropping that has a cave and a large rock over it he wants to trick the wolf into jumping towards him where he will move out of the way the wolf would then fall into the cave and cause a commotion where the rock is like dropped in front of it so like it's removed i like it i'm gonna need a cool roll to trick it okay a cool roll to trick it um, or I, alternative. Now, actually, cool roll seems like it makes the most sense. Never mind. Cool roll trigger. Okay, cool roll. I'm going to use uh, two of my brownie points. You know uh -huh. what? I'm gonna use three. Last time <laughs> it was bad. Like I rolled sig. I rolled a significant number of d6 and got very low numbers. So it's, let's. See. It's either gonna be a fifty or it's gonna be a a five. Exactly. All right. Those, those are the only options. Twenty one. Twenty one. Easy. Totally enough uh yeah i was gonna actually set it at, at uh, a higher number because this is a very sort of intricate thing you're setting up here uh but that's yeah that's enough you're good uh and uh so that's gonna happen yeah so what? he's gonna like dodge out of the way wolf yeah. hops in and then the boulder above just like locks just it into falls. the cave three in yeah. three days he can come out it's fine it's fine <laughs> it's you listen wasn't even really a lie. It's okay. <laughs> um, the uh, Mallory, what are you? What are you doing? You're aside from videotaping. Um, what do I need to do to get that gun? <laughs> what do you? Oh, if you look, if you look over towards um, the person who had the gun and the wolf, mm -hmm. uh, you can see there is a there's a lone figure walking out of the out of the snow and the sand towards you. Like, hey! <laughs> I, like, you're the one with the gun, right? <laughs> they, they they come up on you. They're, uh, there's no blood. This is a kid show. But their yeah. uh, they're, uh, overcoat, they're like the, the detective over like trench coat thing, got, is yep. all torn scratched. up. Yeah. Right? It's all, it's all torn up and scratched. And uh, this, this guy's and his hair's all messed up uh and uh as he's as he's heading toward you the wind is starting to die down and he's just like he's like uh detective del crenshaw nypd i'm the guy with the gun and he takes out a cigarette and just lights it <laughs> can you relight me up too <laughs> he's like My he, screwdriver. Holds his, he holds out his lighter thank you detective uh, you know as a professional ghostbuster I think that my knowledge of the supernatural situation definitely gives me a bit of an edge on dealing with this kind of stuff like you're obviously very capable detective uh but I just think that if you let me borrow your gun, then I could use it to help get rid of this unusual problem we're having here. Interesting. 
Uh, so that is a cool roll, I believe. A cool to... borrowing roll. A cool borrowing roll. This DC is definitely going to be a 20, all right? Because this, <laughs> why would this cop just give you his gun? <laughs> I believe. <laughs> okay. Um, you got it. Well, I'll use, you know what? I want this fucking gun. So I'm going <laughs> to use two brownie points <laughs> to add to my eight, I believe. Let's see Ooh. if World 20 does it correctly. Yeah, it looks like it did it correctly. And then, uh, you, yeah, how you do I roll two more? Same thing. Yeah, uh, I mean, you got over 20. I got over 20, so it's, it's fine. Yeah. Like... Uh, you know what I will also point out, since everyone has got a lot of brownie points? This came up last session, but I'll point it out uh, for, for Boots' benefit and uh, to refresh the audience. Um, you always have the option to ask me, hey, I, if I want to just do this, Ha is there an amount of brownie points I can just give the Ghostmaster to just do ah. this in that role? Um, and then I'll usually come up with a price on the spot. Usually it's going to be pretty steep because you're taking out the possibility of rolling. But because everybody's right. pretty flush right now, you know, might not be a bad call. Uh, sh something I should have reminded Indoor of earlier in the adventure. Let's uh, let's put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let's, uh, yeah, he's he he looks you over. He reaches down, he pulls up his pant leg. He's got the little, little pea shooter, the little pea shooter on by his, on his sock. You know, pulls it out. I mean, he has a he has an ankle holster, but pulls it out. Excellent. He's like, yeah, you look like you know how to fire one of these, <laughs> and he gives it to definitely. Him. Uh, nice. This is a, this is a snub nose revolver. It has six bullets in it. This episode Sweet. ends with an anti-gun PSA. <laughs> <laughs> or it's 86, so they'd be like, sponsored by the NRA. Like, Yeah, no problem. Sweet. Cool. Fantastic. So I will um, stow my camcorder in the case, in my carrying case, um, and just walk around with my gun pointed up, since it's not pointed at anyone. Gun safety. Gun safety. You don't want to point it at anyone. Uh, the, as the wind dies down in the hallway, uh, it just um, no noise, uh, no snow, no sand. The diorama is kind of returned to normal. Um, the you can see at one end of the hallway there is the the taxidermied wolf that uh, is just lying on its side full of bullet holes um and <laughs> then uh somewhere in a cave there's another taxidermy wolf and there's just all these little these these little rodents that are just scurrying towards like the edges of the room trying to get out of there one of them keeps trying to burrow but it's like tile so they can't do it so they just decide to run uh yeah and uh and they're out of there let's take this opportunity to cut real quick mm -hmm. to our other two characters <laughs> Natalie the this intense torrent of wind threw you out of the hallway of North American mammals down another hallway uh you slam into uh a large metal object uh lose three brownie points please oh, um, okay you you land hard uh knocks the wind out of you oof 
um, you see that you just looking around a little dazed, you see that you're in uh, a planetarium of some sort. I mean, not of some sort, it's a planetarium. But uh, let's see, the, uh, yeah. The, there's a sign um, that says the Hayden Planetarium. Um, yeah, big, uh, big dome type enclosure, right? How do mm -hmm. planetariums work? Big dome type enclosure. Generally pretty dark too. <laughs> Usually pretty dark. It's already dark in there though. So that's, uh, not a huge change, but, um, uh, as you're sort of picking yourself up, um, again, over the loudspeaker, there is a sound of a strange flute for a few moments. Um, and the, uh, the whole place light, you, you begin to see light. Things start to illuminate, uh, looking up planets, stars, the, the universe. <laughs> it's beautiful. Um, all these things are moving. They look very realistic so realistic you begin to feel weightless as mm -hmm. your body starts to lift off of the ground yep at at that moment ted mm. just i just imagine you tom cruise running like in any of the mission <laughs> well, Impossible i mean movies. so <laughs> to, to make it thematic uh i feel like you gotta think of ray running to venkman when he gets slimed and he's running mm. down the hallway of the hotel yeah. chasing after the proton pack is shaking as he's running down the hallway trying to find him yeah, yeah and that's what i imagine it's like but i guess with wind at my back pushing me further faster yes. down this hallway um, you uh yeah you you make it down there and you see uh this this planetarium and natalie is beginning to to float upward uh i'm as confused as you are <laughs> generally fine though uh, is there anything i can grab onto so i don't float <laughs> into the ether yeah um the uh there's there's uh you can you can make a roll to try and grab something before you're totally out of there right okay um this would be moves right because you want to grab something okay. quick like uh like a seat yeah. maybe because there's yeah. all those there's um those chairs. You know, I'm gonna um, use one brownie point. That sounds like a good idea. Seventeen. Totally fine. You're able to grab a hold of one of the chairs, like so. You're just like holding on to the upholstery of it, yeah, uh, with your arms, and the rest of you is like floating upwards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you're you're hanging there. Um. Ted, you mm. have not entered the room yet, but gravity seems fine where you're standing. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna pull out a PKE meter, and we're gonna sweep for valences here in this hallway here. See what we can uh, find. Well, in the room, I guess. Yeah, yeah. There is a general field of uh, supernatural energy uh, that seems to be bathing this room, but uh, the meter is not picking up any specific sources. Okay. Uh, 
Although, does it is there a mechanic for rolling with the meter? I think there is. Brains. There, it, it's yeah, it's successful brains roll detects and measures PKE activity is what it says, which is very generic. So it's very generic. Uh, if you would like to, so yeah, if you whip that thing open, definitely supernatural stuff happening. Okay. Uh, shocking, right? I know, I know. but. Uh, if you would like to see if you can pinpoint a specific entity, that I would require a roll. Yeah, I will make the brains roll here. Uh, oh, there it is. Of course. God. <laughs> there it is. Every time. Every time. We folks. have a ghost die chat. We a have ghost a ghost die. die. It's my curse. It's fine. I rolled a 23. <laughs> 23 is great. So that's a pretty good roll on my 5d6 but there's the ghost die oh gosh um lex tell me what i won what <laughs> let's a new car. find out what you won uh looks like uh there is definitely a specific and very quickly fading signal mm. coming from the sound system of the room oh okay. so whatever it, i mean if it wasn't already clear from the narrative whatever supernatural thing triggered this came through that sound system uh and okay. the pke meter is confirming that so you're sh you're sure about that from the role uh but as you're you, you know you're looking at your you you're just looking at the pke meter and you're like you get really really you, i mean Ted's character, very, very enthusiastic. Mm -hmm. So he's just like, oh, wow, this is so interesting. It's like it's coming from the inside the room over here. And before you know it, you've stepped right into that room yeah, and yeah. you are off your feet. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, I got four brownie points, though. Yeah. Nice. That's what I'm talking about. We're going to be leveling up like crazy. Uh, all right. So now I'm float free floating in the room. Huh? Yep. You're free floating in the room. <sighs> You see, you you begin to float upward, uh, and you just see um, Natalie uh, hanging on to this chair, watching you as you begin <laughs> heading heading up uh, into oh, the starry oh. expanse. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, I guess as I continue to float really not at this point already floating into the room uh i think i am going to try to blast the pa system oh okay <laughs> just blast the pa system and see if that's the source because that's what the pke meter was telling me that's the best i have to go off of that's true that's true so it's a moves roll right uh yes, that would be a moves roll. Uh normally for a reasonable distance thing, it would be 10. I'm gonna make this 20 because you are disoriented and floating, sort of like turning head over heels as you're floating upward into space. Yeah, what do I need to just succeed at this? Ooh, uh give me five brownie points if you want all to. Right, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm at the way I've been rolling ghost, I'm spending all five. Let's do it. <laughs> all right. Throw those five brownie points into the pot. Yeah. And you're able to lock on target and blast the PA system. Uh as soon as you hit it, mm. uh, there is a the the whole room warbles a bit. 
and then suddenly you <laughs> fall. <laughs> um, uh, lose another brownie point when you hit the yeah. ground. All right, but only one <laughs> um, and <laughs> natalie you just sort of fall uh downward into the chair behind the chair you were holding onto the back of so it's like oof okay all right nice work well you know when something's got to go right one of these times <laughs> uh but yeah so apparently it's in the pa system there's a ghost in the pa system Maybe. Did oh, you hear anything funny? Yeah, we heard the flute melody, right? Did I hear it? Because I was running. I don't know. If you I... were running, so you weren't there yet when okay. it happened. But you did hear it at the previous location. Oh, okay. I did. Mm-hmm. Oh, with the with the. Okay, so then. All right. So I have a question for the ghost master. Then, mm-hmm. um, do I know of any? Um, exhibits that would include something like an instrument like that's in the museum Mm, you because you work at the museum you do there were two things stolen from the ancient egyptian exhibit one of them was a book the egyptian book of the dead perhaps maybe (laughs) the other was known as the flute of set Adding that to my notes real fast. Um, yeah, I think Natalie would communicate that then. It's like, yeah, I heard this flute melody, and I don't think it's quite a coincidence that a flute was also stolen um, from the exhibit. And more concerningly, the Book of the Dead, perhaps. Uh, okay, wow. Uh, <laughs> that's not good. Not um, great. No, and let that me just—I'll means... just ask you this, also, Ghostmaster. We live in a world where we obviously know ghosts are real, and we have books like the Spades Catalog and Tobin's Spirit Guide, yeah, Royland's yeah, yeah. Guide, and all this stuff. The Book of the Dead. I'm assuming it also feels like a real thing, not just like that's clearly a myth book. Where all of our other things like these are real, mm. how yeah, is that? No. Yeah, you've so in your studies of the occult, I'll give you this mm-hmm. for free. In your studies cool. of the occult, you will have definitely been like, oh yeah, and then there are these passages from the Book of the Dead that have been transcribed. Uh, obviously, a very powerful book, which is why, while it is a a, a nice museum piece <laughs> that gets shown off around in a lot of different places, it is kept under tight security, which the one at this museum was which mm-hmm. is why it's like how is this taken so easily which was the mystery uh so they definitely took security precautions with it there's definitely that whole thing in ghostbusters though which i will point out where the ghostbusters know that the supernatural is real but a lot of the rest of the world doesn't always believe in it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so obviously this is a priceless artifact and that's why it was under lock and key and you're right. pretty sure that it has supernatural power, but do the people who are managing it think that? That's a little unclear. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. Where, uh, and I will, uh, I'll ask Natalie this, where is like, I don't know, where they look, 
security cameras, where's like the PA system? Because I think we should just blow up the PA system. Or I don't just... know, maybe maybe check it first. Maybe maybe sure. not just go right, blasting fine. immediately. Um, I can only imagine what is being done to our poor exhibits. How I'm am I going to explain this were, to the curator? You were blown through two exhibits and mm-hmm. almost floated into space because of the PA system. True. So it's fine. I'm I I'm agreeable to check it. Yeah, we'll check it. You know, like it, it could stand to be replaced anyway. It's pretty old. So I think we should go there because I'm assuming more of these flute-based shenanigans will be here the longer we we so we cut that off. We'll be in a good spot. Also, I think I heard gunshots. <laughs> There's definitely a point where you heard gunshots. Oh no. How am I gonna explain this to the curator? Okay. <laughs> you know, let's get the others. Let's make sure they're okay. Uh, and we can head on over there. Oh goodness. Now uh Natalie would know uh her way around the museum, but uh she would also know where there are maps. That are just in like sort of um like some lobby areas, right? There are some mm-hmm. like little little map layouts. You are place. here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and like brochures and stuff. Um, would you like to grab one of those on your way out of the planetary? That would be a fantastic idea. I would like to do that. <laughs> All right. Um in that case, I <gasps> are we getting direct... a handout? We are getting a handout. <gasps> the audience can't see it. I'm sorry, audience. Oh, audience. <laughs> uh, can we post well, it in the Discord? Yes, we can. We'll post it in the questions and reports chat. So, hey, Excellent. if you're a Discord member, the link is found in the Twitch chat to the side. Maybe <gasps> you can see the handout too. Go. There you go. Uh, oh, this we... is cool. Are so I uh grabbed a, an actual layout from the the uh, museum again like a current one right so there's uh you know there's a bunch of places that I have write ups on in here that you can explore maybe not all of them because it's a lot of locations but mm-hmm. we have four floors to this place oh gosh there's um there's so there's so much. Uh, the security offices, I mean, or I, I'm not security offices, but the, uh, the, where the intercom system is located would probably be in the main shop, uh, which would be on, uh, both this floor and the next floor. And it's just kind of a room that's off to the side of the, the hall of, uh, mammals. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So we're not that easy. far then yeah no not that far uh the shop is two levels but it would probably be like a back room in that area i'm assuming mm-hmm. listen i don't have intimate knowledge of the back rooms of the new york museum <laughs> of uh natural history but i'm giving an How educated guess on on that one we're gonna give a shot uh you folks head in that direction i assume mm-hmm. cool as your you're heading that way. Uh, you hear a scream. Uh, and you see on the stairwell 
heading up the, the like you're passing so you're going that way um a walking mummy bum, bum, bum. and then we're gonna cut to break <laughs> yeah. yeah it's the perfect time mm -hmm. wow everybody I am Get so me. excited to find out where we're going to pick up with this. We got a walking mummy. But before we even get to that walking mummy, we got to take a break. We're going to be back in five to ten minutes. So don't go no place unless it's to grab a food, grab a drink, grab a friend, or possibly go to indooradventure.redbubble.com. Pick yourself up something nice. But in the meantime, y'all should enjoy a quick word from our sponsors. We'll be right back. <laughs> We'll return to the really real Ghostbusters after these messages. We now return to the really real Ghostbusters. Uh, hello, everybody! We have returned from our sponsored ad break. I would just like to throw out that I don't believe any of those... Sponsors either know of us or the products that we're selling exist anymore, and if they do, Adidas, I'm sorry. Uh, but with that being said, uh, Lex, take us away. We don't, we're not officially sponsored by Adidas Cologne. Yo, but if Adidas Cologne <laughs> wants to sponsor me, I'm not going to say no. Well, I'll have to do research, but like, we'll talk about it. We'll think about yeah. it, Adidas. We'll probably <laughs> not automatically say no. Yeah. <laughs> I can't get over the, like does it smell like the shoes? I don't it's such a It's it's anyway. um cologne for your feet. Mm. Ah. <laughs> There's a specific okay. market of those of people who want that. <laughs> oh, you uh, can get it on Amazon. It's <laughs> true. So, so 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 uh the two of you around the corner you see a walking mummy. This is a classic Universal Monsters mummy, right? They're shambling. They're wrapped in bandages. Maybe one of the arms is like all bandaged and like this, and the other one's like like that, like reaching out. Um, they're they're just walking down the staircase. You don't see who screamed. You just heard a scream in the distance. You don't know. Was it the mummy that screamed? Did the mummy hurt somebody? I don't know, but there's a mummy. Classic mummy coming right for you. Classic. I will activate my PKE meter and see if that is in fact supernatural. Oh, it's, yeah. All right, The mummy cool. is now closer. <laughs> what, Throw it. Uh... <laughs> Without hold question. On. Yeah. <laughs> hold on, hold on. You, you, The mummy's walking towards you, and you're just like, you just take out the PKE meter <laughs> and start scanning it. Um, You're like, I'm not sure about this one. <laughs> yeah, what does uh, Natalie do in that moment? Because um, the PKE meter is an action, effectively. Fair enough, fair enough. Yep, she's, she's going to take out her proton blaster and wince a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's like, are you, are you Oh, sure? the exhibits, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to blast it, knowing that it's supernatural. Okay, take out your your blaster. Um, the uh, yeah, tent confirms that it is indeed mm -hmm. a supernatural entity. So then you both just light it up. Um, <laughs> uh, I need moves rolls. From All right. 
Yeah, I know this is a kid's show, but I don't want any accidental like Scooby-Doo nonsense where it's a dude in a mask and we blast him with a proton stream. So I'm going to spend one point on this, just in case. That's fair. Uh, That's a 15 for me. I will spend one ghost die incoming. Here we go. Wow. Woo. Woof. That is brutal. So we got a that 15 for Sir Heck uh, for Natalie and a 4 for Ted. Uh, no on ghosts 3D6. on the ghost die. Yeah. Wow. Ooh. Ooh. Those dice. You never you never can tell. God, yeah. I a just tool. Kept... One and a one. I should have just kept... Uh... Should have just not even used the brownie point. <laughs> uh, blasts. Come, uh, come out of your proton throwers, your particle throwers. They hit this creature. Uh, well, one of them does. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ted's goes real wide. Yep. Of uh, yeah, hits a wall. Um. Uh, the creature is knocked backward a bit, um, but does not seem particularly perturbed by the proton stream. Uh, oh. You basically just made it like st- stagger backward. It goes like, uh, stagger backward <laughs> a bit. Um, as the proton stream like smacks into it, there's, and uh, like after, so you hit it with a quick blast, and there's just like this, like its shoulder, there's just this smoking spot on it, but it doesn't seem particularly bothered by it. Um, uh, Ted blows up a, a kiosk or something from this <laughs> rogue particle stream. It just cuts off like it's, it's giving some random fact about like a historical figure and just whoop. Mm. Whoops. <laughs> uh... I think it might be a little too tangible to be able to use the proton pack. Um, what do we do? Well, this one doesn't have a little head inside its mouth, so I have no idea. <laughs> um, actually, can I make an occult roll to try to like? This is the be- perfect time for an occult yeah, roll. Yeah, we're doing it. <laughs> I love the right. range of abilities. There's gobble food, mm-hmm. and then actually, like you know, useful <laughs> skills like the occult. The occult. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna make a roll. All right. Maybe if I say "ghost die incoming," it will prevent it from happening. Uh-huh. Ghost Four. die incoming. It didn't happen. All right, 24. And you got a 24. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Wow. I'm a ghostbuster. I know these things. This is yeah. what I'm all about. Uh, you do know about the occult. What do you know about mummies? In that moment, all of your mummy knowledge flashes before your eyes. <laughs> uh, okay, mummies. They uh, usually... Uh, show up because of a curse has um, you you think oh well those ancient artifacts they're gone that maybe the the mummies here because they've been stolen, um, but you also know that mummies um are you know, you know your classic spirit haunting a ghost with unfinished business now a weaker one sure you can trap that in a trap just deal with it but a more powerful one. You might have to finish that that unfinished business in order to make it move on or generally just go away. Uh, a mummy is usually a more powerful version of something like that. Uh, if you're the target of its curse, it is very hard to uh, deal with these guys. 
Um, but on the upside, if you've done nothing wrong, probably not going to hurt you. Okay. If you've done nothing wrong, like, ever? <laughs> if you're pure As you say, i don't think they're they're you know uh you know arbiters of purity i i think this is a like i mean hell i didn't shoot it with a proton. i missed i didn't shoot it with a proton stream so i guess i'm all right uh the, uh, the mummy is also muttering something now oh. that it has gotten closer to you folks you can actually hear what it's saying what's it saying it's speaking in egyptian Oh, nice. I don't speak Egyptian. Do I speak Egyptian? You're not there, but you might. Oh, I guess we never really figured that out, but I I don't know. I'm not going to say occult I do role, it. You, maybe, you, you can definitely pick up on the phrase, but you'd need to like, because you don't speak it, you'd need to like take a moment to be like, what is it saying? And maybe like open up a book. And okay. then you could probably translate it, but I'm gotcha. gonna say as it's coming at you, you probably yeah in the moment, yeah, no, yeah. Uh, uh, well, the good news is it's moving slowly. It's very <laughs> slow, but it's uh, and the the proton beam did slow it down. Okay. Uh, uh, I mean, or what we could do is we could ask the archaeologist that's working on this. What are the chances she was the one who let us who out? screamed? Which I also want to check out. I I think we're gonna have to put a pin in this one. Um. All right. Yeah. Listen. There's a lot that could be. I mean, it's. I want to moving away from the. Room. Yeah. We're, While, this conversation. Is, I don't know if you know. We're, we're backpedaling as we're having this conversation. Yeah. Um, uh, the uh, the as you're backpedaling, the mummy continues speaking. It seems that as you're trying to run away from it, like it wasn't upset that you blasted it because that didn't seem to bother okay. it very much. But the fact that you're starting to run away from it actually seems to be making it upset because now oh. it's raising its voice. It's repeating the same phrase, which you don't understand. Uh, but it is uh, raising its voice and you just see some of that sort of warbly purple energy that was mm. encasing the structure uh comes across your field of vision for a moment and then you just start uh like from around the corners of the room oh you know what actually there are heat there's a heating ventilation system right mm -hmm. they start to like uh jangle mm -hmm. and stuff and then suddenly the grates burst open and just scare beetles just pouring into the hallway. Oh no. Right. <laughs> oh, that's uh, the whole mummy and, vibe. And the mummy's just oh, no. reaching out, uh, speaking this same phrase as you're starting to as you're trying to get away from it. Scarabs do, beginning do, to surround you. Do you do you speak Egyptian? Not a lick of it. All right. Um, um I will point out that now. The rest of the, the the other part of the group, which was not that far away, mm -hmm. hear the proton blasts mm -hmm. coming from around the corner near where the gift shop is. Um, do you folks? Well, let me put it this way: the detective is probably going to go check it out because he heard explosions. There, uh, and he knows that two. There are several people that he doesn't have eyes on right now. Mm -hmm. Um, does Maurice and Mallory do they follow? 
I mean, I have his gun. So one of, one of his, his guns. guns. He has two yeah. guns. One of his guns. It's true. I have one of his guns. Uh, um, yeah. I, yeah, I would go towards it. I'm feeling very well equipped right now. Yeah, Maurice. Uh, Maurice is going to follow. Uh, you know, he assumed that Ted and Nat and Natalie had things under control, and now that he's hearing proton blasts go off. You know, the job's probably almost wrapped up. Like, everything's, like, it's, we're probably almost done. Yeah. No, I mean, it's 1030. We've got an hour left. That's enough time to just wrap up the, the whole <laughs> scenario. Super and, quick. And uh, yeah. we'll be out of here. The, mu- the museum thing was is definitely not a multi-episode thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, four floors of terror. The, um... You, you run out there just in time to see these grates... Uh, popping open and all these scarab beetles uh, crawling out of them. You see Natalie and Ted at the center of this torrent of insects. Uh, and you see classic Universal Studios mummy. <laughs> Not sponsored. Uh, just <laughs> walking towards them uh, in a raspy voice yelling a phrase in a language you don't understand. You see, I think Mallory would be actually kind of an expert on mummies mm. as an archaeologist. Mm. So that's why I was wondering if I would know Egyptian. Uh, make me a brains roll. Uh, what is your brains ability? My brains ability is archaeology. Oh, well, then, yeah, supply those dice. <laughs> <laughs> A 25. Ooh. Uh, the mummy is saying, um, uh, return, return the slab. The no. slab, oh. yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. my cars. Uh, no, the mummy is saying, return, return the flute of Set and the Book of the Dead to their rightful place by the Pharaoh. So... Yeah, there's apparently a flute and a book that we got to go put by the pharaoh, is what the mummy is saying. All right. Is that guy the pharaoh? I'm an archaeologist. (laughs) Yeah. The, uh, (laughs) the, the, uh, the Um, um, yeah, you know, that, that all checks out, uh. But the problem is we don't know who, where they are or who took them. I say backing away slowly, proton, <laughs> as, as, yeah, as, particle as, thrower in hand. Just as, like needles are just like uh, in, mm-hmm. yeah, approaching um, your personal space very rapidly. Yeah, I'm I'm real worried about that. So is it is it possible for like I don't know if um I'm gonna be able to communicate with this mummy at all to call them call off the beetles, but I at least like to try. try. You know, I'm, I'm gonna try. Um uh using uh my convinced talent. Um <laughs> oh. would you like um, some help with that? Yeah, do you wanna have Mallory try and help translate? I would love that. That would be fantastic. Um excellent. I would just say we're trying to return the book and the flute to you. We're searching for it. Please call off your beetle so we can do so. We're trying to find the thingies. 
please call off your bugs. <laughs> your bugs. <laughs> nice. Very good. I'm a great translator. Astute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> uh, I would like a roll. This is actually a very low uh, DC. I'm kind of just curious as to whether the ghost die will come up in this. So okay. let's assume that Mallory's translating. So Mallory, you do not have to roll. Um, I would like Natalie to roll. I'm going to make this like, I really only need like a DC five for this. Okay. Um, my cool is not very good. So sure. I think I'm going to just use one. I'm going to use one brownie point right. just, just in case. My cool is five. Okay. 14. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, so yeah, you, um, the two of you communicate that the, the figure stops. Uh, and, uh, they look to the two of you, all the beetles also stop. They don't go away, but they just they stop moving forward. They're like right at your boots. Um and the uh uh the figure is like uh I will give you time. But if I find out you are lying to me, you will suffer a terrible fate. Again, only Mallory can understand their saying. Look. Do I look like a liar? <laughs> um, we got uh, this. And then uh, the mummy just, there's sort of like, oh, you know what we'll do? The, the, at some point, someone has turned on the lights because it's so dark in here. You're in like, an, mm -hmm. it's still dimly lit, uh, <laughs> but the lights are just going to flicker out for a moment. And then when they turn back on, the mummy's gone, the beetles are gone, the hallway's clear. All right, y'all. We got time. Unfortunately, we did not establish how much time. So, I guess go fast. <laughs> After we're done here, time you, is think that guy, <laughs> you think that guy can come by Coin King, take care of the bugs? <sighs> oh, that's a really good idea. I'll, I'll ask it next time um, it comes back. Well, okay, we were headed over to the PA system because that's how um, the flute music is getting out to these different exhibits. Mm. That's a good idea. Well, let me know if you need a firepower backup. <laughs> Hold on for that's always that's always good. Um, Can always what, shoot what the PA this, system. What does the detective think of any of this? The detective, yeah. the detective was like, you can tell they were like ready to shoot that mummy, <laughs> but then the mummy was gone before they got the chance. So they were just like, "We got this. We're professionals." We the detective's like, "We should probably find the others. Try and get everybody together. If there's a mummy around, no, he only wants the people who stole the artifacts." And we don't know who that is, and if we are suspecting people, is it stole the artifacts? Anyone's fair game now, or stole the artifacts from where they were originally? Because if it's originally, ah. then he's going after the museum owner guy. But if it stole the artifacts recently, it could be anybody. Well, not any of us here, but it could be you know the person on the PA. 
And then it dawns on um, on Natalie that someone screamed before all this happened. She wants to go find wherever that was. Mm-hmm. All right. So yep. are you going? Actually, if you want to try and figure out where that scream came from, I would like a role for that to see okay. if you can pinpoint it. I am also going to bring up my map. And my notes. Uh, what kind of role would this be? Probably. Um, moves. Move moves. Yeah. Moves. That, okay. That can be a stand-in for the D and D equivalent wisdom. Uh, Seems good. All right. Let's try. There oh, it is. The Finally. <laughs> Vindication. So That's a thirteen. With the ghost die. Ghost die, gosh. First ghost die. The ghost die. Um, hmm. How would a ghost die apply nicely in this situation? Well, a 13. Um, hmm. I don't have an immediate thing, but I do have a thing. Uh, the scream, you're pretty sure, came from. Uh, the same place you were already headed, the back rooms behind the gift shop. Oh, well, that's awfully convenient. <laughs> convenient, isn't it? This is great. Onward, everybody. Efficiency. I, as we continue towards this, I think to myself, and then I say out loud, you know, realistically... If we weren't even here, I feel like this whole problem would solve itself. This mummy is going to go after the person who took the things. They're subject to the curse. It'll probably ultimately get the things back. And this one will just wrap itself all up. Wrap itself up. I know um, what I said. Sure. <laughs> there's, uh, there's like a, a huff and you see the mustache like twitch from Maurice. Like <laughs> He appreciated this. Um... Maurice will bring up the point, though. Uh, well, we don't know, because Set's like one of the gods of the dead, right? A mummy's dead, so maybe he goes and dutes that flute and then would control the mummy. And then we'd have, and then maybe gets out of here. I, I don't know. It could solve itself, or it could make the problem a lot worse. Thank Man. goodness we have the police on our side to help us out with this. <laughs> he looks at Detective Crenshaw. <laughs> Detective Crenshaw's like, look, I, uh, I'm i definitely on your side. But uh, the only person dealing out justice in New York City is me, and not some mummy, let me tell you. <laughs> Why don't you tell him that next time you see him? I, You know what? I will. I would have told be... him this time if he wasn't gone so quick. You know what? Disappearing I'll, act. I'll translate for you. We'll yeah. all step back and then you can go forward and talk to the mummy, okay? Yeah. Excellent. You don't believe in ghosts while you're at it. I know. Well, you know. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, At this point, you have gotten to back room. Uh, and, you know, make your way through the gift shop, which looks pretty normal. Uh, you get to the back room and you see uh, there is a security system uh, with an intercom stu- thing next to it. 
the cam the view on the cameras is pretty wild there's a lot of different exhibits that seem to be coming to life around the museum oh boy uh you yeah and there is a a figure seated in one of those swivel chairs in front of all of the tvs uh, it's one of those things where you you open the door to the room and it's incredible. It's entirely dark except for the glow of the screen, so you can just see the silhouette of this figure sitting there in front of them. Maurice will call out and be like, "Director, that you?" No response. Since Dr. Claw, good one. Um, but no, no, you, if you call out, there's no response. Oh, that's not good. All right, I'll go forward and I'll spin the chair around. You spin the chair around. In the chair is Detective Rich Sapir, the other detective. Uh, he's just, his eyes are wide open, but they're rolled back into his head, and he's just. He's just muttering something. In a Do language. I understand the muttering? Uh, well, Mallory probably would. It is ancient Egyptian. What is uh, Crenshaw's response to seeing his partner this way? He's very distraught. We're going to get to him in a second. Okay. <laughs> but uh, Mallory, uh, he's the words he's uh, repeating is uh, the uh, something about the god of chaos um, walks again. Uh, the power of the of the flute, uh, and kind of just repeating that. Uh, and uh, yeah, the other detective is like, "Rich, Rich!" and he grabs him by the collar, and gives him a shake, and he slaps him. No good. He's like, Can't let me try. Here, man. <laughs> Pistol whip him. Uh, <laughs> um, no, don't do that. Um, no, 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 no. He's, he's talking about um, the god of chaos walking again. Something about flute power. Flute power. Flute power. Um, is there is there a flute in here? You don't see a flute anywhere. You tell me this room is flute and free. <laughs> wow. Oh, nice. Please take a brownie point. Please. <laughs> uh, that was low. It was uh. bad, but I just I came out of nowhere. <laughs> didn't didn't even expect it. Is Whew. uh is this god of chaos situation? Uh, does this ring any bells in any relation to the mummy or any of the stuff that we know, like coming into here? Like... Uh, you know what? From your role earlier of vehicle, mm -hmm. which was quite good, and the fact that Mallory's uh, also got a very good archaeology role, um, the two of you can easily discern. Uh, Set is an Egyptian god of several things, among them chaos. Okay. Set is actually not the god of the dead; that is Anubis. Ah, well, okay. He said he's Sumerian anyway. It's fine. Indoor knew yeah. that, yeah. obviously. It was Maurice who didn't know. Um, oh, sure. Surely. It seems like both of these 
items are like a match set set. No. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do <laughs> no. we think? Do we think we can call the bluff of the person who's got this if we just go over the PA system and be like, "Hey, if you stole that flute, a mummy's coming to curse you. Like, maybe you should give it back." You can. You can certainly. Turn I'm just. On the I'm probably saying that people. to yeah to everybody here. Like, I mean, it can't be that easy, right? Probably not. Whoever took the time to break into this exhibit to get everything probably had this plan to a T. Yeah, but they didn't plan on a mummy. Did they? I don't think they planned on a mummy. Uh, well, to well, to to recap briefly from last time, just because this yeah. this is a bit of information that happened at the end of last session, mm. we know that two artifacts were stolen. Now we know that they are the the Book of the Dead and the Flute of Set. Um, they were stolen with the alarm system being turned off for the case that they were in and the case being unlocked. So it was someone who had access to that stuff, mm. right? Uh, and the, um, uh, the mummy case was broken. Mm. Um, the suspicion from Ted the last episode was, does the mummy break its way out? And now it's like, yeah, probably. Probably saw the mummy walking around. Um, he didn't have to. He could teleport. He wanted to. <laughs> he wanted to. <laughs> he wanted um, to do the most dramatic thing he could. Yeah, yeah. I think um, when when the rest of the group uh, is is talking about wanting to use the PA to communicate with the person, like call out over the PA, uh, Maurice would want to stand closer to like the hallway or wherever it is that they came from because he's curious if the person who is doing all the fluting is able to target a specific room the or if like it's a general PA call mm. kind of thing. Um, well, I can tell you if, if anybody's looking over the system, you can call out to specific rooms. So if they have been calling out to specific rooms, they probably know where we're at. I mean, I'm just guessing here. I'm I'm using my old noodle. If they can see us and they can call out specific rooms, they'd have to be in some sort of uh, yeah, a security center or something well, uh, anywhere their cameras, right? That's so you found the detective. In, so you're in the security room. Right? Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> Obviously. I was there in front of all the screens. Yeah, um, I the that. PA yep. system is part of this setup. Okay. Got um, it. So, so yeah, whoever was doing this was definitely watching you folks through the security cameras. Um, they're not here now, obviously. Okay. Or maybe they are. And it, the detective is just faking. Uh, Dell is really continuing to try to wake his to snap his partner out of it with no success. Um, but I will point out that people can, uh, in addition to using the PA system, can scan the security footage. They can watch tapes of previous can things. I, can I consult my occult book? You certainly can. Which occult book was it? It is the Big Book of Occult Lore. Oh well, that's pretty general. Sure. 
useful facts. It contains useful facts dispensed by the ghost master. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, what are you looking for? Um, I'm wanting to know if it has anything about this kind of like trance possession type thing that the detective's partner is stuck in. Oh, sure. I am looking for a roll. Uh, what role are you looking for for uh for Mallory? Oh, that's a good oh. question. Would it be the book? Probably would go go with brains. I assume. Yeah, it says use brains or occult talent. Mm -hmm. Does anyone have occult talent? I have that three does. brains. I have five I have brains. Three brains. So. Uh -huh. Oh, sweet. Uh -huh. Then I'll be like, hey. Ted, yeah, you left your book. Yeah, I do. I like got this. it for you. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Uh, if you tell me what you're looking for, I will give this book a perusal, and we'll see. Uh, yeah, just just want to see if there's anything, um, about like waking someone up from this kind of trance, um, any way to track down the, what caused its effects. All right. I will make that roll with the ghost die incoming. Let's see if it works again. Here we go. Ghost die incoming. Hey. 27. 27. Let's and go. Ghost die. Uh, to specify for myself, for my players, for the audience, uh, when Ted does something like make an occult roll uh, without a book, I will be giving him things like general knowledge about the occult, even if he succeeds. So that's why I was like, you know that mummies do this and this and this other thing. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe these things are relevant to the situation. Maybe they're not, but they're all true, assuming you successfully made the role. Uh, using a book allows you to call for a specific piece of information that will be relevant to the situation at hand. And obviously, if you succeed, you get it. Uh, so you can, you look, you look at the book, you look at the entries in the book with, you know, the different things about hypnosis. Uh, you look over the detective, um, check his pulse, uh, look under his tongue, uh, check his pupil dilation. Uh, this, this boy is ensorcelled. There has been oh. a spell that has been cast on him. Oh, uh, whoever did this knows the occult maybe as well as you do uh and they know some kind of magic maybe they it was in the book of the dead that they called up the spell from possible mm. possible but it's definitely something that can't easily be broken so it's like he's gonna he's probably gonna stay this way for a while oh cool uh so we're dealing with a spellcaster uh this is some sort of transensorcelment spell so somebody here who probably took both artifacts now i think they probably don't care about the mummy because they can use magic uh, or at least are able to gather how to use it from those artifacts that they took so very clearly a calculated move this isn't just something to sell for money or something like that this is a bid for power uh so that's fun and adds something new to what we're dealing with. Also, 
I'm going to assume they're a person, which means we can't put them in a trap. And I don't like that. Yeah. Well, good thing we have uh, someone with handcuffs, right? (laughs) The detective detective looks and he's like, he's like, I got your trap right here. And he pulls out his (laughs) neck. Perfect. Excellent. (laughs) Same brain. All right. Um, So, yeah, I guess we start going through the security footage, I guess, right? It's worth a shot. Okay. Uh, That prompts a new question for me. Mm -hmm. It's going to take time to scan the cameras, even for what's currently happening, Um, but certainly if you're going to rewatch footage. Uh, You know you're on a timetable from the mummy. You don't know how long that timetable is because the mummy was not specific. No, it was not. (laughs) Can mummies even tell time? I mean, (laughs) they would probably be like, here, let me refer to this sundial, or they'll start talking about like different hieroglyphic stuff it just doesn't translate to the modern day they could have had a sand sundial under a ceiling how many years what's another couple hours to them they could have had a sand timer like the sand timer should have had a sand timer should have been a sand timer (laughs) look it's okay you're the dm if you want one just be like and he had a sand timer the whole time Yeah. He's not the DM. He's the ghost master. Ghost master. Right. My apologies. <laughs> yeah. I can't just make anything happen I want. I'm not some sort of game master. I'm just a ghost master. <laughs> I can, I only can decide everything that a ghost does. <laughs> I'm actually I'm changing my mind on the idea of scanning the tapes because the Sound came from the PA system, which likely was originated from the room we're in right now, which likely wouldn't have been on the cameras. It would not have been on camera. Nope. There's not so, a camera in this room. No. Is there a camera many... in the shop, though? How many exits does this yes. room have? One. Just one? Just one. Look at the most recent footage for the room that this is connecting to. Yeah, with the scream and everything. Because yeah. that was only what, like, ten minutes ago. Mayhaps. So, I mean, I don't. We'll hit rewind and then hit play real quick a little bit and hope we can get to within that ten minute window on the tapes. Uh, you do that. Right. The um, you see uh, a woman walking out of the. Uh, of the security room through the shop uh, with purpose. But none of you recognize her except Natalie. This is Linda, the I... missing graduate she student co-worker. I knew she was sus. <laughs> Linda. 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 And Natalie will uh, communicate to uh, to the rest of the group. That's our intern. That's our intern. Mm -hmm. Detective, we've got your uh, your perp right here. It's Linda. The receptionist. Oh, thank you. Uh, So how do we find her? She'd be anywhere. There's four floors in this museum. Yeah. You can check the cameras for what's currently happening. 
Yeah. All right. As, Let's give it a shot. As a as as a uh, I don't want to say former dad because I still have like my, it's not like the child has disappeared in any way, <laughs> but. <laughs> But that's good. That was a good sign. The the lead in that I'm looking for is professional channel surfer. <laughs> as as the the do nothing watched TV all the time dad. Mm-hmm. How quickly <gasps> do you think I would be able to flip through the channels here on the security footage to find what we're looking for? Now, you know, I, I will be happy to offer brownie points as well to sell this idea to you. Yeah, no, you can give me three brownie points to just do it if you want. Or Done. You three brownie yes. points. Fall asleep on the recliner, Dad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, former deadbeat dad. The kids are very much alive. Thank you, Levi, for helping me. <laughs> there are, yeah, there you go. Uh <laughs> You wore that lazy boy out. Uh, let's see here. You're flipping through. So this is to do this very quickly. Uh, you're flipping through. You see um, there's a whole commotion going on in the Hall of Ocean Life. A lot of some sort of banquet going on there, but you're only on it for a moment. Um, the uh, What are some of the other places <laughs> that you see briefly? Um uh there are let's see on the so the first floor hall of ocean life some sort of banquet going on there um first floor human origins um skeletons uh first floor egypt exhibit nobody there second floor african mammals a lot of elephants moving around uh the Teddy Roosevelt Rotunda, which is both first and second floor because it's a big, tall room. Ooh, those those dino skellies are moving around a little bit. Uh, the Planetarium, quiet. Uh, the gift shop, quiet. Uh, because the gift shop is both first floor and second floor. Um, we also have the uh, second floor Asian mammals and peoples. Currently quiet. Not a whole lot going on there either. Third floor. Um, reptiles and amphibians. Oh, what a ruckus. There's a lot of stuff moving around in that room. But no people. So you skip past it. Uh, North American birds. Looks pretty quiet. Primates. Oh, what a ruckus. There is somebody in there that the monkeys are throwing bones at. Well... Yeah, that would be bones, actually. There's a lot of extra bones around, <laughs> just in general, in this area. Um, uh, so there's there's somebody in there cowering in a corner as these monkeys are just, like, going wild. Um, you you can tell. Um, fourth floor. Dinosaurs exhibit. Quiet. For now. Um... Also on the fourth floor, we have primitive mammals. There's some movement, but it looks like exhibit movement. And then we also have the research library on the fourth floor. Someone is in there poring over a book. Now, I'm going to point out that these cameras don't cover everything. They don't cover parts of the hallways. They don't cover bathrooms. They don't cover closets. Nothing like that. 
Yeah, and I think, uh, like, as Maurice is flipping, uh, just, like, research lab, fourth floor. Uh, and Or, like, monkey exhibit, someone's into crying into corner. Probably director. <laughs> like, keeps mm -hmm. going. Like, he'll, like, make a quick note whenever he sees a person, as well as, like, a very quick, succinct, like, floor category person. I mean, do we not want to help our uh, our friend in the corner first? Those uh, those monkeys act very fast. Um, you know, someone who wanted to lift some of those exhibits in there. They're even taxidermized. They're heavy. They could do some damage. I heard stories about a chimp who ate a lady's face off. I'm not exactly keen on going into there. Uh, Is that in the 80s? No, it, that was okay, more, actually like, that a more was like recent 2000s, story. Yeah. But honestly, like it's ha it's not like an uncommon thing. That's that true. Do. That's true. That's um, true. Uh, I think Maurice would say, I mean, honestly, like monkeys by themselves, already horrifying. However, now if that's Linda and those monkeys have the flute and a book, I mean... You get a bunch of them in the room, they're gonna write Hamlet. What happens when you give them magic powers? <laughs> they're still gonna write Hamlet. <laughs> magic Hamlet. <laughs> That's just a Midsummer Night's Dream. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. So do we wanna the check the monkeys for the book? I feel like if the monkeys have the book, I'm okay with that. But this other person who you said is clearly reading a book? Oh, yeah. No, she, they they look like they are just going into it on this one. Right. Like maybe a spell book, Book of the Dead book, possibly. Uh, so in theory, if that's that person, the longer they have this book, the more things that are going to come to life. Oh, that's true. Yeah. No, there were a, a couple quiet rooms. dinosaur too. exhibit right now, which, uh, you know, I monkeys... That's annoying. A bunch of dinosaurs, that's a whole other story. Oh, I'll go with whatever you all think. I just worry. I mean, it's your boss. <laughs> more than likely. And Lord help him, he's a little helpless. Alright, so. Monkey room or fourth floor? Your call? I'm saying fourth floor. All right. Flip the party. Go do that. We got no walkie-talkie, so just yell real loud. Oh, we got... <laughs> I, I, oh, there's one hanging off of Mallory's uh, hip in there. <laughs> like, do you still have your walkie? Uh, you know what? You know what? <laughs> I turn to the detectives. And at least the one who is co <laughs> cohesive, I'm like... Do y'all have walkie-talkies? Mm, let's find out. Yeah. I will also point out that the parking garage is part of this building, which means you can't leave the building, but you can get into the parking garage. So if anyone wants to grab items from the Winnebago, okay, that is a possibility. Mm -hmm. And it's on the first floor, so you're actually pretty close to it right now. Oh, okay. Wait, I was under the impression that it was like an attached walkie-talkie that couldn't be removed. No, no, there, I mean, it probably, well, does it have a, 
a radio system i'd assume the winnebago would but i mean that like looking at the roll 20 and the item layout i think someone put a walkie-talkie in the um oh okay yeah. cool I'll so you absolutely yeah, should like have grabbed that then whoops <laughs> <laughs> so you folks can go back there's also extra proton packs in there Looks oh like yeah. yeah what did you what did you folks put in I... there? you put in ecto visors uh a t the tobin spirit guide an infrared camera, walkie-talkie, an additional ghost trap, two proton packs. Oh, there's another ectovisor. So there's two ectovisors. Oh, I'm Sick. grabbing the wrong thing. Uh, so yeah, if uh, if someone wants to go back to the car, that is an option. I think. Look, we should probably reshuffle some of the things that we have on us now that we know what we're going up against. Mm -hmm. Like having oh, yeah. this book that tells me, hey, it's the Book of the Dead. It's not going to do me a whole lot because we already know that. Right. No, I think that makes sense. I could use some other stuff too. But All right, so back to Nebago and suit up. Sounds like a plan. Sweet. Huh? All right. Winnebago and suit Montage up. time? Yeah, suit no. Really, well, I guess maybe we should take uh, walkies or not. I don't know if I'm going to change much. I've got if we're pack, trap and a PKE meter because I don't know if this book lets you summon ghosts because then we still might need a trap. Right. Well, if we're doing like two groups of people, we can probably just have a walkie-talkie for each group. <laughs> I'm taking a proton pack this time around for sure. I'm going to take the other walkie. Sweet. Okay. I'm keeping my Alpine gear. That was super clutch earlier, and I it feels useful. Yeah, so I have, yeah. uh, I have Ectovisor, Alpine gear, Proton pack. That's my three. I've got Proton pack, Ghost Trap, PKE meter. Okay. Let's see. Um, let's see. I think I can put the big book of occult lore back in the car. We got what we needed out of it. Um, I have space for one more item. What else do we need? Do we have proton packs for each? Well, how are we splitting groups? Ted wanted to go fourth, right? So I assume he's going mm -hmm. to go there. Yeah, I'm going to go there. And I'm, I'm going to return to monkey. <laughs> Very good. Uh, uh, is Maurice <laughs> going to the third floor or the fourth? Floor? Uh, uh, I'll 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 team up with Nat. You know those right, like. Spellcasters yeah. and all of that. Yeah, scary, but like Ted's got that. Uh the monkeys though, they can eat people's faces. That's a bad time. <laughs> Sweet. So I'll go with Ted then. Alright, and that gets a walkie with each group. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, cool. Uh wait, what's your what's your equipment again, Ted? I've got a proton pack, a trap, and a PKE meter. Okay. Um I've got camcorder, walkie talkie. I could bring an ectovisor. Would that be useful, do you think? Uh, I mean, it depends on if... I, I don't... Spellcasting is a whole new thing for me, right? Could she turn herself invisible? 
Listen, mm. Mallory's got a gun, so you've She's got, got a gun. True, could I could also grab an extra potion. It's the most impact. important spell a wizard's was, ever learned. I was, I was gonna say, <laughs> yeah, there's one. It's the a kids' show, though. I want to remind permit, everybody because if it wasn't, and... that's how we. That's how we end this spellcaster, real quick. <laughs> no, it's all right. This it's episode's banned in Europe. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I, I mean, whatever whatever you think, really. Uh, I mean, if, like I said, if there, we run into a situation with ghosts, I can try to hold everything down. And then if you want to grab visor or whatever you think, uh, I just want to stop her before she gets too much further along also before our time yeah. limit runs out our arbitrary time limit from the mummy runs out the arbitrary yeah. sands of time yes true well i'm mostly cool <laughs> in terms <laughs> of usefulness so well, um brave, i'll bring so... i'll bring an ectovisor all right for us in case the lights get turned out hmm uh, that is good because the lights in this whole place are pretty dim. Uh, that's yeah, one of the and they why flickered. When, yeah, that's that's also one of the reasons why when I was talking about uh, what Maurice saw in the channels, I was giving pretty vague descriptions, partly because he was going fast and partly it's like, yeah, you see a figure in this room, but it's so dark you can't really tell who it is. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Cool. Um, The gift shop... Actually, no, you went back to the car. Uh, there's a staircase. If we, if the players will turn their attention to the map. Uh, mm -hmm. There are staircases by the planetarium, which you know is currently quiet. Uh, you mm -hmm. can go to the, from the first floor to the second floor via there. Uh, there's also a staircase outside of the uh, Teddy Roosevelt uh, Memorial Hall area. Um, and the gift shop, even though it doesn't say it on the map, because the gift shop encompasses two floors, I'm going to assume there's a way to get from floor one to floor two in the gift shop. Those are the closest ones, and there are some other stairwells on the other side of the building. I'm looking to see what uh what exhibits are around each of these stairwells. Mm -hmm. Let me see the planetarium. Good, is a good two thought. Floor, right? Or no, it's a theater above it. Yeah, it's kind of still part of the planetarium theater. I mm -hmm. assume that it's like all sort of the I'm I've written it as all the same thing because the planetarium mm -hmm. is such a big dome. I'm gonna assume it takes up two floors. Um Okay, so for uh, uh, Team A, Team B, I Maurice is always on the B team, uh, I feel. <laughs> uh, that's just how it always looks out for him. Uh, wow. So do we want to, from the parking garage, go to uh, the front entrance near the Memorial Hall and then make our way up just from near where the front is to the third floor? Because we've already dealt, uh, well, I mean, partially we've dealt with the Bernard Family Hall of North American Mammals. Yeah, I will just point out that those, like, kind of front stairs are, you know, getting a little close to, like, the Asian mammals, which 
No, it would include something like tigers. Um, and then on the next floor, on floor three, reptiles and amphibians was very oh, loud. Yeah, it was and that includes yeah. dangerous things as well. Yeah, crocs, alligators, snakes. All of nature is dangerous. All of nature is dangerous. Uh, we'll I'm be gonna... fine. So if we're a team, I'm going to suggest leaving the parking garage to take the stairs that go up uh, from the planetarium. Mm -hmm. I was thinking the same thing for Team B. Goes up through the Big Bang Theater and then just keep going up from the Rose Center for Earth and Space because then when we're on the fourth floor, just like really hope that the sore <laughs> we just cut past the sauropod dinosaurs and vertebrate origins i feel like i could deal with things that are just starting to get a skeleton to make my way <laughs> into the research lab where the person with the book is yeah i think we could go through the family gallery uh yeah we might be able to actually it looks like we can cut straight through there and avoid the dinosaurs entirely, which is a better call. So I say we do that. I'm going to apologize to all of you folks watching at home because you can't see the map, but the players <laughs> are really planning out a good route. If they here. were part of the Discord, the map's in they there. They could, yeah. That's true. That's true. That's true. You're right. Um, who, uh, actually, I, I know the answer to this question. Uh, the detective, who's still on the beat, is going with Ted and Mallory to go to the fourth floor. All right. He doesn't need to handcuff the person cowering in the corner. <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> I like I like his uh his rationale on this. He also is probably thinking the same thing that you guys are. That's like whoever's responsible is probably on the fourth floor, and he's gonna bring them to justice. All right. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, let's deal with the uh, team heading to the mammal room first. Because they're heading to a lower floor, so I just mm -hmm. felt like it would be easier to deal with. Um, all right, on floor one, heading up the staircase at the planetarium. The planetarium's already been dealt with. No zero-G problems here. Yeah. Gain to floor two. Uh, the oh, there's a cosmic shop. That's fun. I bet you can buy astronaut ice cream there. There's probably astronaut ah. ice cream in the cosmic shop. So if anybody <laughs> wants it, to grab some, it's there. Yes. No worries. <laughs> Except I'm definitely like uh, Mallory is definitely lactose intolerant. So <laughs> bad idea on a mission. And let's see, this map seems to imply you can get to the third floor from there. Am I mm -hmm. reading this right? Okay. It, it looks like some type of like staircase or maybe an escalator. I should mm. know this. My dad's an engineer. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's it, not I... a very good mark. Like it's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's not yeah, done well. There's this staircase like in a gray area that doesn't connect to anything on the third floor. Although um, I will say, whether it's a stair or an escalator, it can be used as stairs. Exactly. That's, that's true. That's true. Uh, you know what? I'm going to be the mean ghost master and say that the uh, planetarium can take you as high as two, but can't take you to three. Okay. Um, so 
you folks are on to, you exit the planetarium area. If we Once... go down to the cosmic shop, then we can just go up to the third floor from there, right? Well, it looks I like was... on third floor, there's... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the, the only things that's available are in the white. So we would need to hmm. go into the rotunda. Uh, yeah, like I said, we're going to deal with B-team first. So B-team blitzes out of the, of the of the Big Bang Theater area with, <laughs> I guess, the Cosmic Shop, <laughs> clutching their astronaut ice cream. <laughs> it's You don't get brain freeze. It's freeze-dried. Uh, it's great. So uh, you head towards the stairwell by the Rotunda, uh, you can hear all sorts of elephants hooting and hollering uh, in the African mammal uh, gallery that's just to your north. Um, and as you come to the staircase, uh, rotunda adjacent, you see, so the rotunda, this is sort of based on reality and sort of me making some stuff up, but the rotunda, a very large room several floors worth of height and it's pillared or columned along the sides so the staircases you can see into the main room it's like there's columns next to the staircases um otherwise they're fairly open i mean there's a handrail but you know um so you run out you're at the second floor area so you're fairly high up and those two dinosaurs are just fighting, right? The Brontosaurus and the T-Rex skeletons are just having an epic battle throughout this uh, rotunda, just snapping at each other. The Brontosaurus is whipping its tail. Um, <clears throat> and as you're uh, running up the staircase, uh, an errant tail whip hits the wall, shaking the entire stair. Uh, and I'm going to need, uh, yeah, Maurice and Natalie to make moves rolls, I think, to keep themselves steady in this situation or just maybe dodge some falling debris. Okay. <laughs> Can I use my dodge talent for that? Yes, this is a perfect, perfect time to use the dodge talent. I'm using three brownie points to get myself somewhere All better right. than this. All right, I'll take that 14. 19. They're both over 10. Yeah. I will take it. Uh, yeah, you both are hurrying up the staircase as these dinosaurs are battling it out, um, avoiding bits of uh, masonry that are falling around you. Uh, and I assume you're not going to stop to interact with the dinosaurs. No. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> They're just Maurice bones. is kicking himself for not having brought the camera because, like... His daughter would clearly love him if he caught pictures Aww. of skeletons fighting, but like, uh, it's fine. <laughs> They're just bones. Just bones. <laughs> I don't know if I can reason with bones. Gasps yeah. and archaeology. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, you get up the staircase. You are now on the third floor. Okay. Third floor. Uh -huh. Monkey time. You I do want to also just interject and say um, Kate Bush was um, giving concerts and singing Running Up That Hill live in 1985. Yeah. 
hundred percent. No, I know. It's playing it's montage. In the yeah. oh. Montage background noise. Oh, very good. You know that it's nice that Kate Bush finally got number one with that single because in '85 she didn't. It was a crime. It's a shame. Oh, honestly. Uh, that whole album, Hounds of Love, excellent album. Strongly recommend. Uh, as someone who's always loved 80 th- 80s things and knew about that before Stranger Things, I was like watching Stranger Things and then that song came out. I'm like, I love this song. And now everyone else does too. I'm happy about that. So there are two routes to get to the Primates exhibit. You can go through, you can go north through some African mammals section. I, I will point out the African mammals because it's split between two levels is uh, a two-level thing. So there's like um, like a balcony area that you could go along to get uh, through that. Um, or you could go through the reptiles and amphibians area. What are we thinking? Are we thinking mammals? Are we thinking snakes <laughs> um, and crocodilians I'm, I'm a little less uh excited to go in that way i know um we have a lot in there uh i would say let's not go to the reptiles uh they seem a little active at the moment mammals all right mammals, mammals it is <laughs> you go into the balcony of the uh, African mammals there. There is uh, a lot of commotion on the ground floor, or the, the second floor of this area, right? There's the, the also knowing what that um, hall looks like, it's, there's a bunch of taxidermy around the, the walls, and then in the center, there's a big uh, like, platform that has a butt, like a pack of elephants on it. Um, and the elephants are just going wild all over the place uh but luckily that's beneath where you are so you don't have to worry about that um and as you're making your way across uh aside from there being quite a commotion uh are you going to make your way across in any specific way you know there are a lot of animals down there but do they notice you can they even get up to you if they did notice you? What do you th- What do you think you want to do? Oh, we got a we got a Scooby Doo creep. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. All right. Tiptoeing. Uh, stealth, which I believe is moves, right? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Sneak is moves. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and spend a brownie point on that. Uh, I'm gonna spend four of the five brownie points that Cost just gave us. Oh, no. There it is. Yeah. I got another one. Oh, no. I'm cursed Wait. this time. Hold on, hold on. Let me roll. It could be a double ghost. Oh Ooh. my god. Oh, thank no, god. No. It's not a double okay, ghost. just single ghost. Oh no. Ghost. Uh, you're both sneaking along, being pretty quiet. Uh. Ooh, what's a good way to? Hmm. Um. Let me think. Let me think. There's. There is a lion that is up on this balcony. It doesn't see you, but it's stalking along the balcony. You know, just doing lion things. Um. 
you see it you duck behind um a uh like a i don't know like a, a pillar or something oh a cat we got a cat on stream it's hold on a baby <laughs> uh yeah uh and duck behind a pillar and the um there is some sort of interference that hits your walkie-talkie. And it immediately starts going like... Arrgh. Or maybe like you bump it or something. And it goes off. And the lion's head immediately like swivels around towards you. doesn't see you, but it hurt it. And it's walking over. I mean, is this the point where we do the Scooby-Doo run? <laughs> or... Is this where uh, it goes over to the other team? Because we are getting close to our, we are getting close to time. That's so true. this is our cliffhanger, our side of the cliffhanger. Ooh. Okay. Week. Very nice. Let's yeah, let's do that. There's a lion headed your way. The music uh, swells and then they like change scenes. Cut to <laughs> Team A, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, team A also went through the planetarium. Mm-hmm. Um, we can't get to the third floor through the cosmic shop, unfortunately, as I have decreed. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's under construction. Once you're, yeah. Once you're on floor two, what's your route? Well, I notice right, like if we want to go cardinal direction north of the stairs of the Theodore Roosevelt Rotunda, that little black square with a white X through it is an elevator. And that goes all the way up to the fourth floor right outside the dinosaurs. Hmm. It's true. Or we could just take the stairs and go straight up the stairs. Following suit with where they just went and then just going up another floor. Um I feel like stairs might be better when there's weird paranormal stuff going on. Don't want to get stuck in an elevator. Mm. We'll just blast the door open. We'll be fine. It's true, I do have a gun. Shooting and a I gun a in an elevator has never been a bad idea. No, oh nothing has ever gone wrong. <laughs> so, that's the, uh, is it, stairs, elevator, what do we think? It sounds like you really want to go up the elevator. And... Well, I, in my head, the really interesting scene of us and a cop in an elevator, just like silently going up the elevator, two flights of sure. stairs, yeah. just like, Careless whispers, lobby yeah. music. Yeah. Mm, wow. That's the that's the sound that that gets the lion's attention is the ding of the elevator. Elevator. Opening. Yeah. Ding. Oh no. <laughs> well, we're going a floor up, but yeah. Oh well. Sorry, guys. Bye. Um, <laughs> close, 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 close. The button. Bye. Master. Um. Yeah. So I would love to uh to come out right. Right at the the top, right outside that Cerisian dinosaurs wing in that elevator. And Great. The attempt to head through the Lafrac family gallery. <laughs> yeah, family gallery. Oh, it's a Frack. special exhibition, apparently. That's why mm -hmm. it's in yellow. Yeah. Uh -huh. The uh, uh <laughs> you all hustle into the elevator. Uh, the door closes. You have that moment where it's playing. You hear this the sexy saxophone music of Wham. Um, mm -hmm. and you're all just kind of standing there, and uh, and uh, the detective is like, "So, uh, how long you you two been in this line of work?" 
a month. Yep. We're just, we're filling in. He's like, oh. <laughs> and then the door opens and <laughs> standing right in front of you, the skeleton of a Utah raptor, not a velociraptor. That would be too small. Yes, it would. Two feet tall. Mm -hmm. Utah raptor just staring you down, even though it's a skeleton. So can it do that? No. Empty. The empty eyes. Sockets. Uh, <laughs> and we just get the expressions on each of your faces as the elevator door opens. Uh, and the beast crouches about to strike and that's where we'll end today <laughs> oh <laughs> spooky museum my old nemesis bones. <laughs> <laughs> bones lex thank you so much for running this game this was an absolute blast i'm looking so forward to next time that we get to play i'm always looking forward whenever y'all are on the channel lex where can we find you what do you do Oh gosh, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Dank Dungeons. Uh, there is a link tree on that profile, which you can click on. And you can find all the different things that I do, which include writing RPGs, writing RPG supplements, writing music, doing actual plays, all sorts of stuff. Um, check it out. I'd appreciate it. Uh, and uh, I will also pimp the other stream that I am on, which is uh, the Great Modron March, which I'm on with Ted. Uh, which is usually on Thursdays. So keep an eye out for that probably next week. And then what channel is that going to be on? I forgot. That is on Ted's channel, Nerd Immersion, uh, specifically on YouTube. So YouTube, Nerd Immersion. Can do. And Sir Heck, where can we find you? Or no, it's Ted. Where can we find you? What do you do? <laughs> like, ah. Oh, okay. Hi. Uh, well, yeah. Hi, I'm Ted. Uh, I run, <laughs> as, as alluded to previously, I, I run Nerd Immersion. Uh, I'm on all the social medias, but uh, YouTube will be your best bet to find me. Uh, if you like seeing lots of videos pop up in your feed, especially right now, covering the just utter dumpster fire that is the world of Dungeons and Dragons TTRPGs. I am the guy for you. And I just checked, and as of today, one, two, three, four, five, I have put out six videos today. So, uh, <laughs> you know, those are six original different videos covering a variety of different topics. That's the kind of content production you can expect from me. So, Nerd Immersion on YouTube. All right, and heck, where can we find you? All right. Hey everybody, it's me, Sir Heckalot. Um, you can find me on all the social medias at Sir Heckalot, including Twitch, Twitter, Itch, Tumblr. I'm like all over the place. If there's internet, just find me at that name. It's it's the easiest thing to do. Um, in terms of the TTRPG space, uh, you can find me on just a whole bunch of different streams. Um, the most uh, the one that's coming up the most recently is on the 16th over on Lost Caravan RPG. We are kicking off a week-long or two-week-long campaign um, to raise funds for the, Tre the Trevor Project. Um, it is, I think, for the rest of January, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but yeah, we will be playing the Fiasco system and playing as characters from Clue. So it's funny that it got mentioned this stream, because um, I am going to be playing Colonel Mustard. 
in costume on stream. It's going to be great. I'm so excited, including facial hair. It's going to be wild. The things I do for charity. Um, other than that, you can find me mostly over on Last Caravan for the rest of the month, um, playing Icon every other Wednesday um, on the 24th. Um, same with the charity of playing Thirsty, uh, thirsty Sword Lesbians. So, you know, it's going to be a really good time. I'm super excited. Um, that's it for me. Excellent. And M, where can we find you? Well, I am McBoots42 everywhere except for on Twitch, where I'm It's McBoots42. And I've been pretty quiet on the webs lately, but you can follow me on Twitter or Twitch to keep an eye out for upcoming streams, project announcements, I'm also working on some different non-D&D TTRPG systems, or updates on the next Draw for Charity fundraising event, raising money for World Builders in Child's Play Charity. Sounds good. And if you've made it this far, you probably already know who I am. But if you don't, hey, Acorns, what's up? It's me, your buddy, your pal, your friend, the Indoor Adventurer, the showrunner here at twitch.tv slash indooradventures. We do shows like this on Monday and Saturday at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Or if this is your first time joining us, you can go to youtube.com slash indooradventures or anywhere audio casts are being made available for free. You can find us there under the same moniker. That way, hey, we got a bunch of content. We're nearing our five-year mark this upcoming March. So, you know, if you like TTRPGs, there's a pretty big backlog for you to go check out. But speaking of things that are being made available for free, we are going to be going into our Patreon-supported after show called Knights in the Courtyard, where we answer questions not only from each other, but also from the community. So if you have any questions for myself or any of these other fantastic people consider joining us again at our discord the link can be found in the twitch chat to the side ask us those questions and questions for the courts that's also where you can find the map of the museum that we are currently traversing uh but with that i would like to say once again thank you lex to running this game this was incredible thank you to these players for putting up with our bullshit once again this week and we'll see all of you guys next time all right everybody Bye bye